Not every RPG is about wizards and dragons and gnomes in their damned hidey holes. Some take place in worlds even more fanciful, like 1970s America. This is Jan, the Jive Action Nerds. And we'll be tumbling dice alright, but we'll be doing it in your backyard. In a world of Roman street gangs, and rock stars, and the dark wizard Richard Milhouse Nixon in his ivory tower. This is the spirit of 77. Let's ride. Welcome to the Spirit of 77. I will be your game runner, your DJ, TV's Kevin Lanigan. Dungeon janitor. And janitor, and audio editor, and your fluffer between takes. And all-around good friend. Just a great friend who, at work, got in a a book about a 1977-themed RPG and I said, mm, yes, please. And I bought me a copy, and I convinced two friends to play with me. And I one so of those ex- friends is named Justin. Hello there. <laughs> Full intro uh, by Justin. Are we, are we, we going yeah, to bring no, the A game, I'm Justin? Justin. You don't need anything more. Move on to the other guy. And then the other guy is named Jacob. Hi, and I'm so excited. Um, I was Kevin's first DM, and this is Kevin's first, like, long-form DMing experience, so I'm just, like, so excited to see him run a game. That's right, and I'm finally living out my dream of becoming a DJ, because that is what this game calls the person that runs the game. Is that really your um, dream? No. I was like, because that's God. a fairly achievable dream, I think. That's a very achievable yeah. <laughs> Compared to what you want to do. Kevin, aim higher. Uh, welcome to Spirit of 77. Uh, welcome to the first episode of whatever this show is called. Uh, we're going to go over a little bit about the game first, and then we're going to get into who Justin and Jacob will be playing, and then we'll just we'll just get right into our first campaign. Uh, my idea for this podcast is that it's going to be an anthology series, so we'll follow different characters for short, short amounts of time. We might come back to them later, but these will be like a couple episode little arcs all set in this same world, this wild and crazy world of 1977. And before you go on thinking that this is going to be like a poverty simulator, um, Spirit of 77 is very rooted in the the B-movies of its era. So we're talking kung fu movies. We're talking black exploitation. We're talking crazy six million dollar man sci-fi shows. Um, that is all a fabric of this universe while still being set largely in the year 1977. So there, there's the possibility for supercomputers, but they're going to look like what people making props for a 1977 television show would think a supercomputer looks like. We're talking Winter Soldier banks of reel-to-reel memory tapes. We're talking all of that kind of stuff. Um, 
it's a, it's a tumultuous time in our nation's history. The Watergate scandal has just rocked America, and yet Richard Nixon is still elected. We are in the aftermath of Vietnam. Music is some of the best it will ever be. And this is some where we shitty are. movie about a space wizard and like some dumb robots and a cowboy have like just come into theaters. Yeah, that that pile of shit came out. What's that called? Planet fights, something like that. Um, it's a tumultuous time in our nation's history. Uh, for those of you, uh, just a little bit about how the game is played. Um, it's set up in a lot of the same way that other RPGs are. Um, it's just kind of. The, the names are changed, but the players are the same. Um, so, like, instead of a barbarian, you have, like, a bopper. You know, it's it's that kind of one-to-one -one translation. Um, there are five different skills that you're pulling from. Um, there's might, which is essentially, like, your physical strength. Um, there is another one. Hustle. Hustle. There's hustle, which is essentially your dexterity. Um, there's brains, which is your intelligence or your wisdom. There's smooth, which is your your charm, your charisma, your ability to get what you want. Um, and a fifth soul, 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 soul. Also, soul! also I, 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 have, I have my character sheet right here. And there's uh, modifiers for each of those things that could affect, like, your roles, I'm guessing. Uh-huh. For might, yes. it's referred to as broke down. Hustle is called gimped up. Smooth is hard to look at. Brains is punch drunk. And soul is white bread. Right. Um, so there's a those lot... Those are disabilities, I believe. Yeah. Um, so there is, there is all these different... Soul is the one... Um, that is the most different, I think, from another RPG. Essentially, it's your your spirituality, whether that be to a religious figure, to the general concept of Zen or enlightenment or zoning out. It's just your ability to get out of your own head. Um, and so there's all sorts also of different when stuff. You're on we're not a crap load of drugs. Yeah, um, we're not going to go through everything like beat by beat by beat. Um, this isn't a game about like dense. Uh, combat trees this isn't a game about like really getting into the nitty-gritty of mechanics and i'm certainly not going to get into the nitty-gritty of mechanics um it's a game about, about having fun doing some great action beats telling some fun stories with some fun characters um and that is what i'm most excited about and that's what attracts it to me as a dj um in that i don't want to learn thousands of rules and have to be able to recall them in a moment's notice i want to tell a fun collaborative story with my good buddies justin and jacob Woo! yeah it's a game run almost entirely by d6 so your standard like out of the box monopoly die um if in any sort of situation where you were attempting an outside of the box uh feat um you roll two d6 um 10 and up is a complete and total success. Um, seven to 10 is a mild success, so you largely still accomplish what you wanna do, but with a setback. And then below six is a failure. You goofed up, you get experience for failure. The greatest teacher failure is. Mm. And, um, but it is a complete and total failure. So I think that's just about everything that everybody needs to know before we get into Justin and Jacob's characters for this first arc, which I am calling Cult of Personnel IT. 
So, uh, Justin, why don't you Show tell it? us? Pop it. What? What? Cult of Personnel IT. I was trying to think like it was like you were doing like some kind of witty acronym. It's a pun. It's a pun. I, I don't get it. You, the pun will make sense as the story progresses. Per, so, per, personnel. So, like the movie, or, or, so, or no? Is it like the book? It's like the book that I think Kate will come out in ten years. <sighs> so it's like the phrase "cult of personality" or the song. Anyway, cult of personality. my character uh, is no, no, no. Wanda now I'm going to explain the pun. I never now I'm going to explain the pun. I've never heard the expression "cult of personality." It's a big. It's a very commonplace term. For a group of people that are attracted to one man's personality or woman. So Kurt Cobain has a cult of personality around him. His oeuvre, his his way of being, his joie de vivre um, creates a following around him. Michael Jackson has a cult of personality. Um, Beyonce. Beyonce absolutely has a cult of personality. Um, Taylor Swift, certainly at least a few years ago, cult of personality. We're using a lot of musicians here, but it's pretty, yeah. they're pretty guilty of it. Um, and what I've done to the phrase Bill cult Murray. of personality, which again is a very commonplace term, is I have taken off the end of the word and included a hyphen where there is a capital I period and a capital T period, like the IT department at a university, at a company, like you're calling IT for technical support. Cult of personnel, IT, I swam to John, it'll make sense when we actually start playing the thing. Okay, everybody clear on my pun. Man, this is comedy gold. We're just drilling deep and getting that sweet... Texas tea, black mm. comedy gold. I might cut mm. out this section where I explain to Jacob a very common phrase in the English language. Um, I'm, just, I'm just saying, I just looked on Google Trends, and it is not as popular as you were making it out to be. Stop! Google <laughs> Trends. Yeah, everybody's talking about the P-tape. Fine, this arc is now called the P-tape. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, uh, it had its peak um, back Approximately in... around the time when a song called Cult of Personality came out, or when CM Punk used it as his entrance music in the WWE. Was that in July 2011? Yeah, actually. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, well it had its peak and then it dropped right back down to obscurity. Yeah. <laughs> in right. fact, we're not we're not even Any... the most popular, like, yeah, we're pretty low on the region, yeah, for places of searching. Yeah. Great SEO, Kevin. <sighs> I'm, I'm just saying... Uh, on related topics, um, it's Cult of Personality yeah. song, Soviet Union State, uh huh, CM Punk American mixed martial artist. Yep, yep. Uh, totalitarian political idea ideology, uh -huh. and then yep. a but in, in related queries, they're all in Russian. Oh, it was in Guitar Hero. Can we please, can we please, <laughs> Justin, introduce your character to us. Please. My character is Wanda Firestone. She mo she moved with her daughter and husband into a nice gated community. However, the community had a secret where it was turning all of the women there into cyborgs to make them the perfect m wives and mothers. However, Wanda 
eventually broke her programming and that ended up wiping her memory. So now she so so she fled with the kids and now she's just trying to lie low and be the best mom a cyborg can be. And things were going pretty well until somebody landed on her doorstep. Hey man, it's me, Frank. I'm not sure. I'm not gonna do that voice. I, I changed my mind very quickly. I did not <laughs> practice voices. I did. I, I. I. I'm planning on doing a voice. It's not that one. Um, I am gonna be playing uh, Jack Frank, um, the character who is Wanda's brother. He used to be a prominent member of the band Sex Iguanas. Um, but when their drummer died from an overdose and the band broke up, he decided to go solo. And he is not doing too well because he does not have any of the knowledge on how to book gigs, uh, run a business, and he is not being what people want him to be because he's trying to get away from the sex and the drugs music and do something a bit more real, in his opinion. Also, I want to point out, Justin, we discussed... Yes. You and I, because our characters are siblings. Hey, what's the last name? And you're like, ah, go ahead and pick it. Like, uh, yeah, since I'm letting you pick it. We, oh, she's going under an assumed we, we, name. That Frank is her maiden we, Yeah, I know, I know. But we had that conversation. I asked, like, hey, are you married? Are we going to have the same last name? And you're like, yeah. And then I pitch Frank. And you're like, okay, Frank's good. And then I come to this podcast, and, you're, and you, in no uncertain terms, tell me, no, Frank was terrible. I'm married now. What? Okay, no. I never did the, that. No, we're not fighting yet. We're going to fight in character. <laughs> um, tell us a little, both of you boys, uh, for anybody following along in the Spirit of 77 rulebook, um, tell us your role, which is like your your class, essentially, your story, your backstory, um, your buzz, which is what your character is always questing after, and any thangs you might have. Now, thangs are character traits um not traits character add-ons that even if they are destroyed in a given session will always come back to life in a uh, subsequent session so a fictional character who might have a quote-unquote thang are oh boy this is even hard like knight rider to david hasselhoff in knight rider his car kit is a thang like no matter what the the boys from the dukes of hazard their car the general lee is a thang and that car is always going to be a part of their character um so going back to justin hit us with the the the, the deeds um wanda is a tough gal whose um story is based on X-Tech. She's, you know, a cyborg. So, you know, she's got bionic machinery inside her that makes her, makes her um, not just uh, stronger, but tougher. Her buzz is peace of mind. You know, she just wants a simple life, being a good, mo to be a good mother, the best mother she's programmed to be. And her thing is an AMC gremlin. <laughs> she stole beautiful um, she stole from her husband when she fled with the kids good um does is and there... said thing has a bit of x-tech in it 
that it comes whenever she presses on a key fob. But, you know, since miniaturization technology is still relatively new, said key fob is the size of a deck of cards. Right. Um, so Wanda has a car that comes when she calls. She is a tough gal, which is a rough and tumble fighter. Um, she can handle herself. Um, and she is a cyborg. Now, she's a cyborg specifically. This is very important. Yes. All right. And that takes Mechanically enhanced. Okay, yeah. So she's a cyborg specifically. And now we move over to Jack. All right. Uh, Jack is a glam rocker. Uh, that basically means he is a pretty boy bard. And bard's probably the best thing to call it. I'm seeking out fame and glory. I want to get back to the top and stay there this time. My things are fame from my glory days with the sex iguanas. And my axe, which is a literal axe. I call her Dee Dee. She's unbreakable. And with the right amount of amp or the right amount of disregard for an amp safety, I can let out a sound wave attack. That's right. Uh, the sound wave will um, damage anyone in the area who is not wearing proper ear protection. Um, we're just going to go ahead and imply that Jack is always immune to this attack for whatever reason. Um, I'm but, already deaf. Yeah, he's already basically deaf <laughs> Tinnitus. From, from standing next to all those big um, speakers over the years. But the attack is so powerful, it will destroy a rudimentary amp. Um, so it's sort of like a one-use Iron Man 2 get-out-of-a-scrap-free card. Um, and yeah, so he's a glam rocker. And unless any of you boys have anything else you want to get out, let's begin. Let's go. Hand us a picture, Kevin. Hey folks, sorry to delay things even more right here in the middle of the episode, but I wanted to get all the plug stuff out now so that we are free to end on that good, good, high-quality Colombian RPG. Spirit of 77 is in fact a real role-playing game that you can purchase for yourself now. It's made by Monkey Fun Studios. You can find all of their different games on DriveThruRPG, and Indie Press Revolution, uh, and they recommend that you check out their website, monkeyfunstudios.com. I am your DJ, TV's Kevin Lanigan. You can check me out on Twitter and Instagram at TV's Kevin Lanigan. You can find Jacob Kelleher playing the rock star Jack Frank on Twitter at Kelly Harold, K-E-L-L-E-H-E-R-A-L-D. And you can find Justin Germeroth playing our beloved Wanda Frank on Twitter at Squidical Inking. It's like critical thinking, but it's Squidical Inking. If you think we sound entertaining, you can find all three of us on the improv comedy podcast, The Puffin Publishing Podcast. It's a monthly show that we produce with some beautiful, mm, crisp improv comedy you can find it wherever you're listening to this right the hell now 
If you want to support the show, if this sounds good to you, wherever you are, however you are listening to this, rate it, share it, review it, do whatever you have to do. This is how Jan will become the dominant RPG podcast. There are tens of thousands, but I think we're the only one playing this game. So go ahead on over, rate us, review us. And finally, um, I'm living here in New York City. If you want to support this ongoing show, any of my other projects, or me in general, because I sound like such a nice guy, you can find how to do that at patreon.com slash TV's Kevin. Without further ado, let's get back to the show. So I'm going to hit you with a couple scenes, and then we will get to where you boys actually come into the fray. It's 1977. Scene one. We're in a Capitol Records. It's populated. Music is the biggest cultural touchstone for an entire nation that has lost its way after a horrible war that nobody understands, after losing faith in the political structures they had built their lives around, Music is the escape of the people. Credence Clearwater Revival flying off the shelves. Fleetwood Mac, they can't keep it in stock. Sex Iguanas haven't put out an album in many years, but every time they restock on that classic record, it moves, and it moves instantly. But tucked away in the back corner of the store, in the sales section, next to celebrity vanity albums from William Shatner, next to soundtracks from movies that nobody saw and nobody cares about. But the thing that is overflowing in the sales section is a self-titled album from Jack Frank, the former sex iguana. Dozens and dozens and dozens of copies of this album fill the sales section with a sign on it that says free with any purchase or make your best offer. Scene two. We're outside the door of an apartment in what feels like those pictures you've seen inside worker facilities at an iPhone factory. On either side of the door are two armed men. And going down the hallway at least 10 feet are more and more men. They're armed, they're in body armor, they're ready to take what's coming. They kick open the door, they start yelling. Everybody freeze, nobody move, hands, get down on the ground, get down on the ground. But they don't find anything. The woman, the kids, they're gone, they say. Put it on APB, on all channels. I want this on AM, FM, the news. I want this on all X-Tech channels. Find me that woman. Get those kids. And scene three, we're in the basement of a church. It's an XTA meeting, an X-Tech anonymous 
meeting. And everybody's sitting in a circle. They're all wearing casual clothes. There's terrible coffee burning in the back of the room. There's donuts, because there's always donuts at these meetings. They trade turns. And everybody's going around in the circle telling their story. A man named Merv shares his story. I was in a terrible accident at the construction site. I, something went wrong. One of the new guys wasn't doing his job and I fell 10 stories. I shouldn't have lived. But the doctors, they came in using this, using X-Tech to, to fix me up. I couldn't remember anything. My couldn't remember my wife's name. I couldn't remember what I'd done, where I'd been, why I was even up on the site. And they stuck that tech in my head. And not only could I remember everything, I, I started knowing things about everything around me. I could, I could tell you if fruit was ripe without squeezing it. I could predict what the weather was going to be tomorrow. And I wanted to know how far this could go. This is the next day on the site. I mean, I was so bored. I, I could predict everything that was going to happen. Nothing was interesting to me. I could do it all instantly. I, I had this amazing gift. But I wanted more. So I took a nail gun to my head. Wanted them to put more tech, less of me, and put more of that tech in my head. Then another woman shares her story. Her name is Judy. She says, my whole life I was, I was plagued with this terrible asthma. I, I, I couldn't even go outside. It, I couldn't play with the other kids. I was just trapped indoors with my books. But the one day, X-Tech came out with their, this inhaler. I'm sure you saw it in, in the Sears catalog, and they said that if you took a puff on it, it would cure what ails you, and and I didn't believe it, but it was, I was desperate. And so I, I, I picked one up, and I, I used it, and I haven't had to blow my nose in months. I... I didn't just go outside. I, I became queen of the athletic department. I got a full tuition scholarship for track. I mean, that, that just doesn't happen. But it wasn't enough. It was never enough. Let me see a man named Jonas. And looks normal from the waist up, but... His legs are steady as a rock, and he says, I was in a terrible traffic accident. I, I was driving home after work. I was a little tired. I wasn't paying attention, and got jackknifed by a tractor trailer. Destroyed the whole lower half of my body. There was nothing left down there. But the doctors saw me as a perfect candidate. They, they came in, they replaced my whole lower half of my body with X-Tech parts. 
and I was more fit and free than I'd ever been. I could, I could run circles around anybody. I could lift anything as long as I was lifting from my legs. And I wanted to see what else it could do. And I cut off my arm. You can see he only has one arm. And from the back of the room comes a voice. Well, those are some mighty good stories. And everybody turns to look at him. There's a man standing there. He's bald, but with a mighty beard. Those are some real good stories. Thank you all for sharing those. And the leader of the group's like, you, you can't be here. You can't just come into a meeting. These people are bearing their souls. This is private business. And he's like, private business is now my business. What if I told all of you that I could give you exactly what you want? And then there's a title card for the show, and we're going to move on over to you guys. So, Wanda, tell me about your house. Yeah. It's, you know, you know, single mom. It's not, like, great. It's in kind of a sort of a rundown, poorer part of the suburbs outside the city it's you know a ranch once it, it, it's a rancher one story kitchen living room dining room um and then two bedrooms okay no basement oh and two bathrooms all right so wanda as these stories often do you wake up you look around nothing seems out of order nothing seems out of place what do you do? Get up, and then uh, go. I get up and I uh, go to the bathroom to shower and get ready for work. Great. Um, tell me about your kids. Kids, I've got a twelve-year-old named uh, Tabitha, call her Beth, and a one um, and a uh, ten-month-year-old. Sorry, ten-month-old baby named Isaac. Okay, so there's a there's a big gap between the ages on those kids. I had I had Isaac uh, dur while, during my stay in the gated community. Okay. Um, so I bet a lot of the responsibility for helping out with Isaac falls on Tabitha then. A fair amount, yeah. She helps out a lot. Yeah, you're a single mom. You're you're working. You're dividing yep. your time between the two. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so they're they're up and about. You know, Tabitha's getting ready for school. Um, Isaac mm -hmm. is a 10 month old baby not doing a whole lot of old, uh, of anything um but they're getting up they're getting ready and but there is one member of your household who is not awake i'm passed out on the couch nachos like a bowl of nachos that's just spilled onto the floor that i fell asleep holding like um, gas station nachos what <laughs> uh. The pretty simple nachos, just salsa and shredded cheese that I nuked for a couple moments. Oh, sure. Uh, I, I used to make those nachos all the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just passed out, sprawled out. Um, Jack's fairly tall at 6'3", so like the couch doesn't perfectly hold him, but he is <laughs> sleeping without a care in the world. Um, so why don't you both talk a little bit about the relationship between you two? Um, I, it's my understanding that you two were a bit estranged, uh, talk, do you want to talk about why that might be, 
Um, does Jack know that his sister is a cyborg? Uh, there are Jack many questions. Does, Jack does not know. Um, no. He and his sister really haven't had much of a relationship uh, since Jack uh, dropped out of high school to like go pursue his music career. And he hasn't really kept in touch at all. Like, he may occasionally send a postcard or, like, pop into a family gathering, then immediately leave. Um, or occasionally but, send a letter with an empty envelope inside asking for money. Yeah, th- there's been quite a few Asking of for an investment. Yeah, there, there's been quite a few of, like, those, like, s- envelopes that are, like, self-addressed return to sender. Sure, sure. Like, right. there, there have been times where, like, you know, you'll receive a note and, like, Jack will just say, like, reseal the envelope, right, return to sender, but put some money inside because he can't afford to even, like, get you posted back. Right. Um, and out of all the family members, Wanda is the one person who's probably done it at least once. So when Jack mm-hmm. needed a place to stay, unannounced, just showed up at the doorstep, probably didn't even knock, probably just, like, tried the door, walked right in, and they just plopped down. Right. And the thing is that Wanda, remember, when she was cybernetically enhanced, her mind was wiped. So she had no memory of Jack. But, you know, tap, but, you know, Beth did remember him. So it's been very weird being reminded of a childhood she has no recollection of. And Jack is... Uh, entertainer. So his stories of the childhood aren't always coherent. Sure. So he's more cryptic, not intentionally, just by the nature of his being, than probably helpful at times. Sure. Right. I imagine Jack is tolerated um, entirely based off the possibility that he may hold answers, but not because he has offered any. Right. Okay. Um, They're mostly so. inside jokes she doesn't get. Ah, <laughs> uh, man, you remember Aunt Beth? I wanted girl. Y- like, yeah, no, bes- I, I remember, Jack. Yeah, Did you want coffee salad. or not? Wait, what? Coffee? Yes. I'll take coffee. Okay. Did you okay. want anything in it? Nah, just coffee. Uh, uh, okay. Actually, okay. no, wait, three sugars. Nah, just coffee. You know what? I'll take both. Okay. I'll take both. You know what? I'm just gonna give you... I'm just gonna put some sugars on a plate, and you can add as many as you want, okay? Sounds good. Okay. Okay. Um, Wanda, you pass by Tabitha, and she's like, Mom, come on, we're we're gonna be late. We gotta, we gotta get going. I gotta get to school. I know. No, I know, Beth. I know. I know. I'm get, like, ho- like, hold on. Let me just get the coffee for Uncle Jack. I mean, if you want, you can she give pours. me the car keys, and I'll take her to school. No, Jack. Um, I I think you're fine. Um, no trouble whatsoever. I gotta go to work after this. Now I need the car to go to work, Jack. Oh yeah, that's right. Now Wanda, what to support is the family, Isaac's Jack? Situation while you're at work and Tabitha's at school. Are you trusting? <laughs> her, are you trusting him with Jack? Is a babysitter en route? No. Um. That like she's going to drop um Isaac off to. Her um uh, to her next door neighbor, okay. who's just a single like who's a similarly single woman named uh, Patsy. Okay, Patsy's gonna take care of Isaac. Cool. Um, do you have a yes. good relationship with Patsy? 
decently. I, I haven't been um, living in this neighborhood too long, but Patsy's been really friendly and really helpful when times have been hard. That's good, because they're still in a in a point of society where divorce, um, which is, I'm sure, the implied relationship between you and the outside yeah. world, um, as far as like what happened to your husband. Pat- Patsy doesn't um, have the best opinion of men. Sure, exactly. So I... Um, I imagine it's gotten worse since Jack met her once. Oh, Jack has not, has done, Jack is a regular nuisance And I think Jack also hates Patsy, because Jack is offered, like, I'll watch Isaac, it's no big deal, I'll take him with me to the, uh, the record shop. Um, yeah. And he's a bit jealous that Patsy's trusted with the child and not him. Okay. Right. Um, now, Wanda, there's one last thing I want to confirm with you that I forgot to confirm earlier that I want to get clear before we um, keep going. Um, now, you said that Wanda is addicted to petrol, and she has petrol stores yes. in the garage? Petrol what? and petrol... Um, deriv- uh, basically, any kind of fuel is like an upper for her. Okay. So... Um, like so, you know, she keeps like a small um, she she keeps a small Altoid tin of watch batteries <laughs> that she can just pop if she's ever feeling down. Sure. Um, and, but she's really gotta handle herself at the gas station because God, it's tempting. It's just all right there. <laughs> just a quick sip, and no one would notice. But everyone would notice. There's always one that does. Everyone would notice if you took a gas nozzle to your mouth. And just went hog wild. Everyone would notice. I need the record yeah. to show. <laughs> that everyone. Would I know. Okay, it's, cool. Just it's to... just so hard. And God, and like and it like it's like gasoline's bad, but di- like diesel's the worst for her. But it's also the best. Yeah, because those carbs go straight to your hips. Oh, it's so good. But she can't. She just can't. Okay. Um. So. Um, Wanda, you're on your way to the kitchen to make some coffee for Jack. Um, and a little bit of backstory about what's been going on in the news. Now, you don't exactly have time to, to sit down and watch the news every night. Like, your life is stressful enough. You don't need that extra added burden of learning that the world is shit. Also, the radio, like, also the radio and TV waves, like, resonate poorly with her, um, brain modules and they give her a headache right. but you you live and work in the city um so it'd be yeah. impossible for you to not pass by newsstands and and at least passingly right. pick up the headline news and the headline news for the last few weeks something that has has unburdened nixon from the front page has been this coverage of a group called the Sunshine Togetherhood. And they, they're these these weird, you, your impression of them is that they're these weird new agey folks. They, they wear these, these white robes with blue trim. Um, they're always talking about like coming together and building community. And, and honestly, it just seems like a bunch of drug nuts running wild. That, that would be your general impression of them at a passing glance. Um, but if you're paying attention, if you'd been reading the newspaper cover to cover, you would have seen this story buried in, in page nine of section E 
but gradually over the last few months it's moved up and up and up in coverage it started getting photographs to accompany the stories and it's moved its way to the front page and you would have seen and you would have heard news that they had possibly recently broken into an X-Tech facility. They're, they're the main suspects in an X-Tech facility break-in. But that doesn't affect you. Not really. You, you're you're no. a cyborg, but it's not... I don't not, have time for you, that. I got kids. Yeah, you don't have time to worry about what giant corporation that you don't work for is getting broken into. But that that's the scuttlebutt in these normal news. And you would have seen these... These, these faraway photographs of a bunch of people wearing these robes following one man. He's bald, he has a big beard, but again, that, that doesn't affect you one way or the other. But Wanda, your kitchen faces your backyard. Your backyard is surrounded by a chain link fence, um, so not the big mm. home improvement wood slats. You, you have a, a transparent no. chain link fence surrounding your backyard yeah. you you live on the outskirts of the city so you you can have a house instead of an apartment but it's not it's not big you don't have a large backyard you have a garage for your car no. but that's about it yeah um that's about and it. your coffee maker immediately faces the back window like this is a british kitchen sink drama and wanda when you look out into your backyard surrounding yes. the perimeter standing in your neighbor's yards looking at you like this wall are the robed members of the sunshine togetherhood they're standing perfectly straight like the guards at buckingham palace they're not looking at you they're all looking dead forward but they're coming from all sides. Your backyard is completely surrounded. What do you do? Uh, I put down the uh, coffee and uh, just say, uh, "Tabitha, get Isaac. We've um, we've got to make a quick uh, trip before going to school." Okay. Uh, now, what do you what do you mean by that? Uh, oh, um, we're le- uh, uh, like, um, uh, why don't you, uh, like, um, oh, we are, um, we're moving. We're, we're, we're moving on. <laughs> right. Um, we're getting ready to go you say that. You see for the first time that on the little playground set that came with your backyard, it's small, it's nothing big, yeah. but sitting on the slide looking at you is the bald man with the beard that you have seen passingly in all this news footage. The audience would know him from the basement of the church. And he says, Wanda Firestone, I would like to have a talk with you. I mean you no harm. Wait, is someone in my backyard? And Jack Not now, comes Jack. wandering uh, into hold, the kitchen. Hold on a sec. Yeah, shirtless. Like, oh, we have guests. Give me a moment. I, I bubble through some shirts on the ground, give them a sniff check, check. Put on one that just says, sex are like you're dying. 
Um, and <laughs> God, damn it! Old, oh my old God, old sex iguana song, fan favorite. Pop back through. Um, Tabitha comes wandering into the kitchen. She's like, "Mom, did someone say your name?" And she sees this wall of white. Get what do packing, Beth. Get pack. Okay. Um, Why is so- the KKK here? <laughs> I Jack Jack did you is this something that's is this something that's coming from you? Let, let me check. We're not the KKK says the bald. I mean, I can I can sign some autographs if you guys want. We're not fans. They're not We're me. not here to give you flyers or the watchtower. We're not here for any malicious purposes, but we need to have. I'll be the one to talk. decide that. I feel like, yeah, you know, this is your issue, Wanda. I'm going to get back to bed. The bald man. Yeah, he's no, gotten you know up what? Help back, pack, Jack. <laughs> the bald man has gotten up from the slide. He's walking towards your back window slowly. Um, he's not. He appears to be unarmed, as much as you can see. You can't see under the bleak white robes, but. You, yeah. He's not holding a weapon. He's walking very slowly, hands in the air, to show that he's not about to like grab anything. Yeah. The one, if you have to deal with this, I can take uh, the kids to school and drop uh, Isaac off at Patsy's. No, 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 you know what? It's that's not the issue. Just help pack. All right. Um, you get Wanda. You hear off a scream of my property from Tabitha. And she's like, "Mom, they're outside my window." And she, you hear. Footsteps clomping, clomping. Mom, they're out front too. I. Yeah. You're surrounded on all sides. Nobody's moving, but there is a solid perimeter around the house. If you do not, I'm 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 I'm, I'm trying to pack, but I'm not very good at it. Like, it is a suitcase that's just like I'm like cramped. Like this lamp looks important. Shove it in the suitcase. Yeah. Um, yeah. Probably needs some change you're, you're, of clothes. If you don't get off of my property in two seconds, I swear to God, I will call the police. I understand that, but again, my followers and I mean you no harm. I don't give a shit what you mean. Get the fuck away from my house. Ma'am, there's no need for such hostility. There's no just, need for you to go on to walk to surround my house like a bunch of madmen. Go away. I'm not interested. I just I don't care. I don't care what you want. Get away from my house and get away from my family. Let me rephrase. Wanda, I don't want an audience. I'm going to Then get what do you want? an audience i'd prefer and if we i'm sit saying down no like civilized human beings but if I, we I'm must being i will have civilized sir but if get we, away from my if house we must i will have this conversation standing in your backyard i don't care sir i don't want to talk to you i don't want to talk to anyone associated with you get away from my house or i will call the authorities hey wanda should i pack the china yeah <sighs> Pack one. Pack one. <laughs> one China. Which one? <laughs> you have like eight. I pick, pick, 
the uh, pick the one with the bird. I like that one. There's two with birds. It's okay. You pick which bird you like. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll just take half of each. No. <laughs> now is that Jack Frank? Bro should have said I no hear? a lot faster. It doesn't matter what you hear, sir. Jack and I reach Frank. over I, I and I pick you. up the phone. Um, Wanda, you quickly realize that your phone line has been cut. From not, inside the house? Not cut. It's scrambled. Where normally oh. there's a dial tone, you're getting a sort of technological interference. I, with, um, I slowly put the phone down. <laughs> No one is going um, to get hurt today. Oh, today. Tomorrow, or the next day, or the next day. I just like to talk. Okay, I don't. What are you going to do? Wanda, there are a lot of people that want you hurt, and I am not among them. The facility you escaped from won't stop hunting you. You can change your name. You can enroll Tabitha in school after school. You can allow her to not plant any permanent roots, not make any friends. Her schoolwork will suffer. Your newborn baby? He's not going to have a good time moving around from place to place. How can you develop when you have no roots? How can you grow when you have no place to stand? And he raises his voice a little bit. Jack Frank! Yep, yeah, what? You could get your old stardom back if you had the right facilities. Sorry, I got a couple right black audience. friends. I'm not going to join up with the clan. <laughs> Not the clan, sir. You're, but I was a big fan of your solo album. You you, you, you listened to my solo album? In ten oh, years, it. it'll be heralded as an under-listened masterpiece. Why don't we should really listen to what these people have to say? <laughs> I... And Wanda... We'll talk outside. Okay. I don't want you, you in my home. Thank you. You will not regret this. The man gestures at your patio furniture as if to ask, like, can I sit down? I just nod while I'm standing there, my arms crossed across my uh, Dan's Dashing Diner work shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Leaned up against the house just like kind of participate in the conversation by also look, trying to look cool sure not trying to look cool just trying to keep calm <laughs> no i'll stop saying that's what jack is doing yeah oh, oh right right yeah no no jack Sorry. is trying to look cool and jack is right. he's also outside is that what you said yeah yeah like you talk about music man okay <laughs> hook line and sinker um tabitha calls out from inside she's like i'll i'll watch isaac Thank you, Beth. You got a good kid there, Wanda. You do have I a know. good kid there, Wanda. You're a lucky woman. But you're unlucky in a lot of ways. 
Oh. God, I'm sorry. We've, we've gone this whole time and I haven't even introduced myself. My name is Maester Caldwell. And this is the Sunshine Togetherhood. He gestures around. So what are you, like skinhead Santa? <laughs> Santa, yes. Skinhead, not by choice. That, unfortunately... Take it from me, rebranding's really important. Like, you you guys look like the KKK. You might want to do just, like, a little bit more to, like, distance yourselves from them. Okay. <laughs> That's a good note. Thank you, Jack. Like, I think green robes would do a lot for you guys. You truly are the voice of your generation. I do what I can. So, I come to you not offering harm not wanting to disrupt your life more than it's already been disrupted but I have what I feel is a mutually beneficial proposition for you well what is it I can offer you your brother your daughter your newborn son and their family and their family after them, I can offer them permanent safe harbor and salvation. My followers and I believe that the future is X-Tech. We believe that humanity was always meant to take the gifts the technology gives us and allow it to move the human race forward in ways that evolution never can and never will. We're here to accelerate evolution. We're here to not shame people for trying to make their lives better, not shame people for the accidents that befall them, not shame people who can't fit into normal society after seeing that normal society is beneath them. Right, right. To boldly go where no man's gone before. So what are you offering, sir? Wanda, I want you here. I want you with us. So what do you want me to do? What do you want in exchange for me being there? That's entirely I'm late for work. I don't have time. You can you can join my security forces. You won't need to hold down a job with us. We have it all handled. We have and it how all will taken you pay care me? of. You could spend as much time with your son and your daughter as you want. And what do you want in exchange? For you to come live with us. Come live with the togetherhood. We have a a beautiful, unparalleled space in the city. You you could come and stay with us. We have top-of-the-line daycare, top-of-the-line education, top-of-the-line security facilities. Those people... I'm sorry, I've been there, I've done that, and I think you can guess how I ended up. No, thank you. Wanda, we... You could be it for us. We, we, could, we could take that petrol in your garage and... We could... You could... Fuel. How do you know that? 
us for months. Jack, we have a performance space, a beautiful concert hall that's all yours. You would be our star musician. People need art, culture, and entertainment. Mankind and ex-tech kind crave artistic fulfillment. You would not be a musician with us, Jack. You would be unto a god. I wasn't following most of that, but I'm in. Thank you. Jack, you, you will I, um, not regret this. We'll, we'll think about it. Well, that's all I could ever ask of you. And I appreciate you giving me this time. Sorry for the show. Just needed to to gain an audience with you. Is there anything I can do for you before I leave? Get off of my fucking lawn. Woo! And you hear the arrival of the proper authorities. It seems as if your beloved next-door neighbor might have called the cops on this huge crowd of people standing in everybody's lawn. All right, together. Uh, You know what this means. You know how this goes. Wanda? I officially resign my offer. Now, why is that? You got the cops after you. They're not after us. We're just, you know, light trespassing. <laughs> yeah, just no, get man, out of I, here. I got two strikes. I, I'm, I'm clean now. Jack, trust me when I say nobody's going to be filing a police report today. Okay? The siren's still going off? No. Oh. They've gone quiet. There was no sounds of a struggle. There was no no beat em up sounds. Doesn't sound like anybody got hurt. It sounds like the cops showed up, saw what they needed to see, and you can hear them driving away. So did the, so did a cop car pull up, stop, and then move on? You it was in the front yard, so you couldn't see it. You're yeah. you're in the backyard, which okay. is like facing the backs of other people's houses. So you and, know, and the okay, cops didn't say, Sunshine Brotherhood, you know what this means. And then something happened and they no, left. No, I'm sorry. Caldwell said, Sunshine Togetherhood, you know what that means. He was oh. calling to his people. I'm sorry, that was unclear. Okay. Um. Yeah, he called out to his folks and then the cops left and none of the Togetherhood you can see seemed to be phased by what just happened. Cops are in bed with the KKK. <laughs> Somehow I was new. Somehow that's not a surprise. Well, I wish you all a pleasant day. And as quickly as they came, so they leave. What do you do? Not to pile on, Wanda, but I broke a lot of your china. Yeah, I I know. Can you go clean it up? I gotta go talk to my neighbor real quick. Uh, Don't we need to take the kids to school? (sighs) God damn it. I'll talk to Patsy. Okay. You go talk to Patsy. I'll take... I'll get the kids. Alright. I go and I pick up Isaac. It's like, alright, well, you go ahead and take Beth to school. Uncle Jack got the little one. 
thank you for standing with me back there. Yeah, no problem. All right. Um, and so Jack is going to go talk to the next door neighbor, and you are taking the kids to school? Uh, yeah, I'm taking Beth. I'm taking yeah. Isaac. And then going to work. Ah, oh, right, right, right. Okay. Um, so, uh, uh, Wanda, we're going to assume that you just get the uh, Tabitha to school. No problem. Um, you don't yep. see any togetherhood while you're out. You are criminally late for work. And Tabitha yes. is going to miss a good chunk of first period. But yep, you don't see anybody. Nothing. Justin, I not, cannot hear you. Good. Okay. <laughs> I was like, good, I'm glad you can't hear me. I hate No, you. no, no. Good that I don't see anyone. Yes. At least, uh, it's almost kind of eerie that you don't, but you get no sense yeah. that anybody's watching you from the shadows. And you have pretty good senses. You're a robot! Um, okay, uh, so we will now follow the adventures of Jack as he goes and talks to the next door neighbor. Remind me of her name. Patsy. 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 Thank you. Um, so, Jack, you grab Isaac. You are not entirely sure how to hold a human baby child, but you you manage to not drop the child as you take her on over to Patsy next door. Um, you, you, you walk up the stoop to the front of the house, and Patsy answers the door. She's like, what is going on over there? No clue. No... No clue. Your yeah, house now, was surrounded. Now, wait, I, yeah, and I want to talk to you real quick. Um, we're neighbors. Like, I feel like you could have done me the courtesy of maybe calling up the house, checking what's going on before just calling the cops. I tried. I tried calling the house. I, I got interference. Well, you're literally like five feet away. You could have walked over. Through the wall of cult members? No. Absolutely I would have done it for not. you. I would have done it for you, Patsy. And I don't even like you. You are the most... You're holding... Give me that kid! <laughs> Actually, that's what... That, no, I, 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 pull, I pull him away. And that's another thing. Wanda wanted me to watch Isaac today. So, no worries. Your day is free. I'm taking over babysitting. I oh don't God. believe that for one... <laughs> Irish second. No. Is there like a deception roll in this game? Um, you can try to smooth her. I'm gonna. You'll be rolling with less, which means that you uh, will roll three d6 and subtract the highest number. All right. Okay. So I'm guessing a five doesn't do it. Five total. Five total. Yes. No. <laughs> Critical failure. You did not. The she is not gonna relent on. She's, she doesn't believe what you're saying. She's not buying what you're selling. Um, but you did get an experience point for that critical failure. Congratulations. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna use experience at all, but there we go. But that's um, mine now. I have the experience. You do have the experience point. Again, mazel tov. Um, Mazel Tov cocktail. So you, um, she's not gonna relent until you just hand over the kid. I mean, I can just walk away. What's she gonna do? Stop me? I, <laughs> I think that's my play. 
Okay, so Jack, you walk away. She's like, don't stop. Come back. It's what is going on? Don't worry about it. So Jack is going to be taking care of Isaac today. I, I, I go. In a house full of broken china. No, no, don't, don't worry, guys. I'm going to go to the record store, like I said. So I'm going to go uh, back inside, grab my guitar. You're going to do Baby's Day Out. And then begin walking with the baby and the guitar. Right, because you don't have a car. To the record store. So you're going <laughs> to no, be fucking lone wolf and cubbing it. Awesome. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, Actually, so you know we, will, we will leave I that for the moment. I probably have a bicycle. We will we we will now follow Wanda as she arrives to Dave's diner. Dave's dashing it, no, it was Dan's dashing diner. Dan's, it was dashing Dan's diner. It was Dan's dashing diner. Dan's dashing diner. You walk into Dan's dashing diner mm, approximately an hour late, and um, there is no titular Dan. Uh, but your your manager, Keith Roy, the world's first Roy. Okay, yeah, I was about to say the world's first Keith um, Roy <laughs> is like Wanda. Where the hell were you? And he's doing I'm this. Sorry, boss. Customers. I got caught up at work. You- sorry, I, I got caught up at home. There was a disturbance, and I and it was dealt with. And I'm here. I'm so sorry, boss. I'll stay an hour late. Yeah, you better. And you're not getting paid overtime for that. Sure thing, boss. Uh, Roy is about to turn and walk away when a man sitting at the counter says, Roy, I'll vouch for her. She got caught up in a real messy situation. Wanda, you see, this man's not wearing any white robes, and he doesn't... You didn't see his face in the crowd this morning. And he flashes... A detective's badge at Roy. And he says, On my honor, on my shield, she's telling you the truth. And he flips it black closed, because he's he's very cool. <laughs> he's the coolest he's, guy. He's so rad. Um so he flips my it back, back closed. Levin Canigan. <laughs> Yeah, this is my DJ self-insert character into the narrative. No, um, Wanda, you you appraise this man. Um, well, first of all, Wanda, what do you do? do? Do what just happened? What do you do? Um, I'm going to, let's see, I believe the, hold on. This is blasted. Uh, I believe I can give him the third degree where I can look over him and see if he's trustworthy. Yeah, you get, you get, you can investigate him. Um, roll 2d6. Plus brains, I believe. Yeah, give me that plus brains. I got an 11. An 11. Well, you have succeeded. Um, so what what were you trying to do? Um, so I, on 10 plus, I get, I hold three and I can spend one hold to ask the DJ a question. Absolutely. Okay. Um, so as I'm, you know, bustling behind the counter, you know, pouring coffee, taking tickets and all that, taking mm-hmm. food tickets, I, I, um, I just go, thanks for, uh, vouching me back there. Uh, 
you didn't have to do that. Um, uh, I saw him spending one hold. Uh, why did you do it? Because I was there this morning. Detective... Fuck, this guy needs a name. Um, That's a pretty intense name. Detective... <laughs> Detective, fuck, this How guy needs a name. How about Dick Plank? Um, That's a real name. Um, Detective... George, after the podcast... George Hardman. Um, Detective Frank Hardcastle. <laughs> and I have some questions about what went down. Bow, now, now. End of part one. So, if you need a comfortable sleep, I recommend Casper Mattress. <laughs> Hi, I don't wear underwear. But I do when it's me undies. Me undies will send you a fucking dump truck load of underwear to your front door every single month because you tear through underwear like a goddamn savage. Two guys. I can't like, wear. I art. can't wear me undies because I jizz in it whenever I put it on. God, it feels so good on my penis head. Two guys were like, it's "Wow, just, my my me undies are just so crusty Let's because I keep jizzing in it." And I can't wear them, so please call me undies so they can send you all the underwear I can't buy. Amazing. So at this point, we probably should have asked for a sponsorship, but I feel like our me undies joke just closed that door. When I buy a Casper mattress, it feels so good, I come just by laying down in bed. And if I'm wearing me undies, who doggy double come? Please help me stop. Coming. I need buy a Casper mattress and buy a me undies. I need me undies because I need new underwear all the time because Blue Apron gives me shits so bad I have to keep buying new underwear. They feed into each other. It's a nightmarish self-swallowing snake. This has been a Talk Back Podcast. A suburban single mom cyborg trying to lay low. Her rock star brother crashing on her couch. And the techno cult that wants them both. This is the Jive Action Nerds. One, two, three, four. go fast Christ. that's right sonic the hedgehog travels back through time like the flash to 1977 the year of our lord so when his spikes form a punk mohawk you better believe it liberty spikes fucking tony hawk underground style i know my next character oh my god i will kill you i'll kill you where you stand 
you have to catch me first. Okay. Wanda, you are still yeah. at Dan's Dashing Diner. Um, yes. But it's slow enough, and um, Detective Frank Hardcastle has enough going authority that mm-hmm. you two are just sitting down at a table, and he is going to go back and forth with you. You've been going back and forth for about half an hour about the events of this morning, about like your perspective on the whole thing. It's pretty limited. These people just showed up. You had barely even heard of them before they arrived. And Roy's just like pissed that I'm sitting down on the job. Yeah, Roy's pissed, but what's he gonna do? Like fight yeah. with the proper authorities, you know? Um, you're you're sure that he's gonna take it out on you in some way, either out of your paycheck yeah. or what have you. Um, but the Hardcastle needs some information. Like he's just trying to gather everything he can on these people. Mm-hmm. Is there um what what are the things that you make sure that you get across to him? Listen, I don't know that man. I've I know nothing about him. He came to me. He disturbed my family. I want nothing more to do with him. Okay. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. That's fine. I understand that. I just appreciate your honesty, okay? And Hardcastle, like, strokes his mustache like he's thinking. He's like, no, not at the moment. Um, I'm going to leave you my card. It slides over a business card. The cop equivalent of a business card. Um, and he's like, that's my number. It's my private number to my cell phone. He pulls out a fucking massive 1977 x cell phone. Oh, my God. So and, uh, is the technology like five years ahead? It's not even like a cell phone. It's it's a portable home phone, essentially. Um, that like so it has like a full receiver and everything. Um, it doesn't have apps, right? And it has like a dial, like an old fashioned like <laughs> screw dial telephone. But does it have apps? No apps, but it does have. On the back, if you flip it Snake. over, you can use it as a turntable for your records. Mm. Is that uh, good? And if you hold the receiver up to your head, it's basically like having headphones. Happy? Okay. Happy now? Yeah. I'm happy, yeah. Okay. Sorry sorry for being this player, but consider it revenge, Kevin. Consider it revenge. For what? What did I do? Be- Mason, I- Mason, Mason, the Mason. Okay. All right. Fair. That's fair. I did name a character mason three times and he was a mason thank you and he says i'll be in touch and he fucking slaps some fleetwood mac on the player and he leaves <laughs> um but oh god as he's leaving i love fleetwood mac as he's leaving on the the television um uh, this is the beginning of like televisions being in diners no flat screens it's a big old fucking tube sucker but it is like sitting in the corner of the diner and on television is a news report about the sunshine togetherhood um there there are interviews with different people um one of them is is someone the audience might recognize from the the basement of the church named jonas the man who has his legs replaced but has one arm and he's like maester lewin is true maester lewin fuck maester caldwell has truly shown me the way he's he's opened up my eyes he's he's opened up everything about me i i would be nothing without him and they they go through all these different people they they speak so highly of caldwell and they say 
he, the the most charismatic man I've ever met. He he has every he has an answer to every question I've ever asked. Um, it's a it's a news report. It's a montage of different things that that Caldwell has done. And and Wanda, you see, in the middle of a crowded circle of people, you see a man crippled and broken on the ground. You've never seen him before. And there's a circle of people around him wondering what to do, how to call the authorities. There's not a payphone around. And Caldwell cuts through to the center of the circle and suddenly everybody goes quiet. He goes down and he kneels next to the man. He lays two hands on him. And it's like the man's joints snap into place all of a sudden. And the, the man stands up and he he's bewildered and the crowd is i mean d dead silent you can't even gasp when something like that happens like this man appeared to be basically dead and, and caldwell laid hands on him and he was he was alive again and and he just embraces caldwell and he and he he, he holds him close um and in later news footage of the montage you see that same man He's he's joined the Sunshine Togetherhood. He's he's handing out flyers. He's leading the way, um, and the news report is unconclusive as to whether or not they they think the Togetherhood is good or bad. They're just covering what they've been able to see. Um, and there's a little bit of coverage of the break-in. There's a little bit of coverage here and there, but the the public perception about this group is is turning towards the net positive. Wanda rolls her eyes when she like listens to it. And she just goes, "Oh, great, another Billy Graham." <laughs> okay, um, so that's all for Wanda for now. Um, we go visit Jack, who's currently walking with a baby in a papoose on his way to the record store. Yep. Um, Jack, you vastly underestimated how close this record store was. You are, you are sweating. You you have back pain from carrying this baby around. You wonder how Wanda does it all the time. How does she do it? Um, oh man, I should have taken the bus. Uh... And you've you finally after after hours out, you finally reach Capital City Records. What do you do? All right, uh, I'll do what I usually do, pop in, wave at the owner, and then go check if the same number of CDs of mine are still there. You mean LPs? Yes, I do. In 1977? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, no, he might be putting up an 8-track. Mm, or, or could you afford we that? We are at the beginning of 8-track. Uh, yes. <laughs> are you indeed checking on the 8-track tapes of your solo album? Jack Frank, I, I would, unplugged. I, I, yeah, I would say so. Yeah, I'm checking on the both. Still same number? And there is... <laughs> uh, there stands uh, Tina, the record store employee that you have seen every day since you started crashing on your sister's couch. And she's like, same number. Nobody sold. <sighs> I, I told you I'd call you if even one copy sold or even we could give one away for free. <sighs> Yo, hey, whose kid is this? Oh, oh yeah, this is my nephew. Meet Isaac. Oh, thank God, it's your nephew. I I thought you were taking care of a child on the 
zero money you were making from record sales. Nah, I, mean, I probably have a couple kids out there, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well... This isn't one a, of them. There's a snooty music store know-it-all employee, or music store customer next to you, and he's like, still coasting off that sex iguana's money. Trash. And he picks up a Bob Dylan record and he leaves. I'm sorry. I couldn't uh, quite hear that. Mind repeating yourself? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I said still coasting off that sex iguana's money. And he picks up another Bob Dylan record and he walks even further away. I'm sorry, Kevin. I couldn't hear you. Could you mind repeating that? <laughs> yeah! That's what I hear, Kevin. You cut he's, out. He's hollering. I am terrible tonight. He's hollering. He said... Still coasting off that sex iguana's money. And then he picks up yet another Bob Dylan record and he walks further and further away. Is he on like the other side of the store now? Yeah, but Bob Dylan, you know, he's alphabetized in Bob Dylan. He's in the folk section. He's in the bestseller section. This guy is not a shortage of Bob Dylan records that he can pick up to make a point. Don't listen to him, Isaac. He's just jealous because he doesn't have a music career. Isaac throws up on you. (laughs) (sighs) You are going to be such a great partier someday, kid. Uh Let me get you some shades. Uh I'm not a wannabe if I can't get a tattoo. Scale (laughs) 1 to 10, Isaac. Scale 1 to 10. I mean, it's probably going to be a no, but... (laughs) <laughs> I didn't put up any fingers. You can try. Um, so do you do anything else in the record store? I'm trying to decide how petty Jack is. If I'm just going to let this light go or not. Well, I mean, the guy's checking out with his three Bob Dylan records, so, like, time of decision is nigh. Well, I'm out, and as I leave, I knock the records onto the ground. See you tomorrow, <laughs> Tina! <laughs> Hey, what the shit? And cut. Um, so, Jack, you've just left the record store. Are you at all reconsidering Caldwell's offer? This offer of, of a permanent stage, a captive audience, being next unto music godhood? Uh, not, not currently. Um, that whole, like, cop interaction kind of shook him up a bit. And, like, he hasn't really had time to figure out the details. I think there's also a part of him that thinks, like, I can still make it on my own. Okay. Behind you, leaving out of the record store, are two robed members of the Sunshine Togetherhood. And you can just see, poking out of their store bags, five copies of your solo album. Very cool. Very cool. And then one of them stops. And the audience would recognize her from the basement of the church. This is Judy. And Judy says, Are, are you? Are I you? am. Oh. Oh my god. And they and she rushes over to him and the other and the, the guy she's with rushes over too. And he's like, We we are such huge fan of yours. I mean, we we had to buy new records. We're we're wearing it out so much by playing it. I everyone in the togetherhood loves your music. Really? Yeah, I mean we're we're buying copies for everyone so they can listen on their own with their with their headphones. I mean we we cannot get enough of it. We we ran out at the record store across town. We this is the only place we could get any. 
the record store across town. I didn't even know they were selling my stuff. Wow. Well, they had they, like? they had like one copy, one untouched, dusty copy, and we bought that. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that checks. <laughs> and we bought that, and we wore it out. So, I mean, we we're buying in bulk. I'm gonna I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell Freddie. I'm gonna tell Ajax. I mean, they they gotta come over and get theirs. Hey, if you want, uh, I, I don't mind playing a gig for the Sunshine Brotherhood. Oh, Rick. Re- and I mean, yeah, I, she I'm, she nearly fucking passes out on the sidewalk. Really? I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I want an insight check. I want to check if they're playing me or if they're really fans. Okay. What, what do I roll? Um, Give them the third roll degree. Two d six. Um, and I'm gonna say that's a soul check. Awesome. Well. I got I got I got a good soul. Uh, nine. Nine is a partial success. You can ascertain from oh. her that she's she's telling the God's honest truth. She loves your music. But because it was a partial success, she did see you checking her out. Okay, that, that's fair. That's fair. And she is w- on board with it. <laughs> I'm holding a baby and covered in vomit. Is she really on board with You're it? You're a rock god, man. <laughs> You're... She worships the ground that you walk on. A little baby vomit, she'll she'll stifle that down. It's only because of the baby vomit that she doesn't try to like jump you right there. All right, well then I uh, take out a slip of paper. It's like yeah, here, and I write down the Wanda's phone number because I don't have that. That'd be the only phone number to give. Like yeah, uh, just call me up and we'll set it up. Oh my god! Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, and she and uh, the other guy they they hop in their their car and speed away. Um, and Jack, you you keep walking and you pass a payphone, and that payphone starts ringing. The the payphone I'm walking by starts ringing. Starts ringing. Do you answer? Realistically, it's not for me. I'm gonna keep. Sorry, Kevin. I'm gonna ignore your hook and keep walking. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> uh, you keep walking. Um. So you walk by Greatest Buy, the 1977 equivalent of Best Buy, um, and out steps a man in a blue vest, and he is holding one of those portable phones in his hands, and he is, I mean, confused all to hell, but he says, are you Jack Frank? I am. Want an autograph? No. There's a call for you. Oh, okay. I, I take the phone. Hello? Jack Frank? Yes? It's Caldwell. We met this morning. Oh, yeah! How about we get this concert set in stone? And then we're gonna cut away. Um, it is the end of the day. Wanda... You are coming home after a long, hard day at the restaurant. Um, Roy made you stay, um, I mean, two and a half extra hours because of how late you were and how long you spent talking to Hardcastle. Um, and you come home. What do you do? We picked up Beth. Yeah, did you yeah. Pick up Beth. Yeah, I stopped. But yes, yes, I did. Okay. Would, would, would Beth have been like at school for two extra hours? That is correct. Yeah. Yeah. No. 
Beth's Beth's used to it. She I, I, she, she just does her homework. Yeah, there. she just does her homework. She knows that she can't walk home. She knows that that is not an option for her. Not the distance, but that you have given her very specific instructions to always wait for mom. Yes. No matter what. Um. So, uh, so yeah, Wanda, you and Tabitha arrive home. Uh, what do you do? Uh, um, I just like fucking just sprawl on the couch and then immediately like look down and just grimace at the latest stain <laughs> that Jack's left. And it's a, and it's purple and that just bothers her. Cause where did that so come much. from? Yeah. Like why that color? Why purple? And why is there like glitter in it? Yeah. In the stain. A lot of questions. Um, yeah. The biggest and of which. Like, oh no! Never mind. Keep going. And she just moans. There's a. Uh, there should still be hamburger casserole in the fridge. I'll I'll heat it up in a in a minute. No, it's okay, mom. I got it. You you had a long day. And Tabitha goes to Thanks. to reheat the casserole. Um, and then <laughs> she goes, "Hey, uh, hey, Beth. Yeah, can you uh, can you go to the garage? And uh, yeah, Mom, I can. I'll I'll go get you the stuff. Hey, thank you, dear. So Tabitha, um." Sets the oven to reheat, sticks casserole in there, goes through the the door in the in the kitchen to the garage, um, comes back with a with a, a like we'll a pint him. of petrol. I just take it, unscrew like the cap, and then you know like an old fashioned like whiskey jug. Sure, yeah, it's a it's a moonshine just, jug. Yeah, just just knock back a sip. Uh, 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 uh. There's um, oh god two X's on the side, but you see it stands for Exxon. <laughs> yeah, and then she... <laughs> Exxon, Exxon, and, and then she grimaces like, oh, it's still leaded. Is that good or bad? That's bad. You uh, know, okay. it's like su- you know, like super cheap vodka tastes like um, like tastes like hand sanitizer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that's what it's like with leaded gasoline. Uh, but it's still you know like whatever gets the job done, man. It's cheaper exactly exactly um and you're you're sitting back you're enjoying your your gasoline jug of petrol gasoline gasoline i'm sorry gasoline and you this isn't fucking England. okay you called it petrol in our facebook chat that's fine that's so i was using your terminology um and you hear um, Isaac, you hear, <laughs> and it sounds and I, I sit bolt upright, like, where is he? Um, and you, <laughs> and you, it sounds like it's coming from behind the armchair. Okay, get up and look over behind the armchair. And there is Isaac, um, sort of like cordoned off behind the armchair with a note taped to the front of him (laughs) and it says sorry got a gig thought he'd be safe back here jack 
God damn it, Jack! Uh, what do you what do you do? Do you do anything special? Uh, yeah, I go next door <laughs> to Patsy. Patsy, she's coming over and she's like, "Good, good God, Wanda!" And she gives you a big hug. Are you okay? What what like, happened this morning? Yeah, I didn't see you. No, I didn't I, hear from you. I don't know. This guy just came over. It's like um, I I he I, he just came over and where's Jack? I did you see where Jack went? No, I I haven't seen him since this morning. I I've been I've been home. I've been I've been taking care of Kyle, and I've I've been working on my 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 crafts for the fair. Um, it's the it's the biggest time of year for me. Oh, oh okay. Um, God damn did you it. Do anything else with this with this new piece of information? Um, you don't have to. I'm just asking. No, you know what? I get in my um. I go. I I, I look back in and goes. Go up, Beth. Um, I gotta I gotta run an errand real quick. I'll be uh. I should be back in an hour with Uncle Jack. And I get in my uh, AMC Gremlin. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, I drive down to the record store. Okay. And you, you get to the record store, and there's some, some scattered folks hither and yon, but... Mm-hmm. Um, no, Is Tina no still there? Um, Tina's still there. Tina's, Tina's working the, a double at, the, at Capital City Records. Um, yeah, well, it's the '70s, you know. The economy's not the best. Exactly. Um, everything seems um, to be ordinary. Like all the times Jack has dragged you down there, except in the sales section, where you know his solo album to occupy unmoved, and you see that it is empty, with a sign taped up from management says. Jack Travis sold out. Or, I'm sorry, Jack Frank sold out. More soon. I look over to Tina. Is Tina working with a customer right now? Never. She hates people. Okay. Hey, Tina. Oh, hey. Um, you're, you're Jack's sister, right? Yes. Yes, yes, I am. Um, I'm... Did Jack come in today? Yeah, he was in earlier. Um, I mean, we, you know, he was in to check on his supply, and this morning was full up like usual, but all these people in, like, white robes came in and, and bought out the whole stock. They said they're, they're having what? a concert tonight or something. I, they were getting, I, they were getting prepped. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. White robe people bought jack's album yeah um sometimes in bulk sometimes people bought like they said one to listen to one to keep um i don't know i never seen anything like it bunch of i freaks yes they are um but this concert it's they're holding a concert tonight uh i guess so i don't know i didn't ask them for their fucking life story no, that's that's fine. That's fine. Um, and her manager walks by, and he's like, "You have to stop cursing at the customers." It's it's fine, really. Um, it and did you see where Jack went? 
afterwards? Um, like, did he talk to these people? Or He had a, a baby, which is concerning to me personally that yeah. he would be in Wait, charge of a no. child. Okay, Wanda, like, is her eyes, like, bulge at this. <laughs> he, a, a baby. Yes, that's... I, too, would be worried if Jack came in here with a baby. Yeah, it really freaked me that out. That would I was wondering, like, what, really get at me. What um, What weird, dirty groupie did he have that with? What sad, sorry, depressed, self-loathing hunk of junk would have a kid with that guy? Okay, I mean, hold on. Whoever's baby that was. I reach <laughs> over to the clearance section. Uh-huh. Like, is there a clearance section? Yeah, you're in the you're in the sales section, the clearance section. Okay, cool. I pick up like a dirt cheap like record that's like all shitty looking. Uh, you pick up Pluto, Gust, and Flame. Neat. Um, I put down like what the seventy five cents it cost. Yeah. And then I use um, Bustin' Loose. When I use pure strength to destroy an inanimate object or obstacle, roll might. <laughs> yeah, you don't. You you just you're a robot. You can snap a record. You don't have to fucking roll for that. I, okay, I, I do it with one hand. Oh, okay. yeah, that's fine. You're a robot. You can cry. Those are delicate little shits. And through just clenched teeth, I just say, I couldn't imagine who. He's <laughs> like, well, you you paid for that. That's not. I, I no. I, I... <laughs> like Tina still gives her shit. Yeah, does not give a fuck. Anyway, thank you, thank you for your help, Tina. She says you're welcome, boss. And then her manager says, Turner, get over here. And Tina leaves to go answer her manager. Oh my God, it's Tina Turner. What? Crazy. Wait, wasn't she successful at this point anyway? <laughs> Um, Let me just talk to the uh, janitor, Richard Nixon. He won't amount to anything. <laughs> Richard, you should really think about running for president a second time. You know what? You're right. Somebody threw up in the monkeys section. Fun fact: Richard Nixon, huge monkeys fan. And then there are two. There are two dudes. There are two dudes in the corner, and they're crying, and they're just like, "Tears for fears, man." Tears for fears. Anyway, Wanda leaves. Okay. Okay, she's going home. Oh, wait, are, are there, like, any new flyers up? At the record store? Yeah. Um, none that are of any interest to you. Okay. So you leave. Um, and now we follow Jack. Jack, you are currently standing outside of the Sunshine Togetherhood compound. It's a it's a huge building. It's a it's a whole I mean it's it's a it's a it's a full apartment building, a sizable one, uh, wide, tall, covered in these like white bricks, which you you haven't seen used in a lot of places. Like you'll see an odd white brick here or there. Sorry, I burped. But never like an entire building constructed out of white bricks. Um, and you're standing next to, to Judy, the woman who was a huge fan of yours outside the record store, and, she, and um, she's like, this is us. Not bad. 
Jack, do you have any any questions before you enter the building or anything? <laughs> nope. Oh well, God bless. Yeah, you. I, I I never I never shared uh, my stats. Um, uh, I took um, negative uh, like, nine in intelligence. I have a negative one in brains. Yeah, thought so. Okay. Um, that that's okay. right for your character. Um, so Judy's like, well, let me let me give you the tour, I guess. You walk All inside. Right. And it's this, this beautiful open lobby. A doorman opens the inside door for you. And he says, oh, welcome, Lady Judy. And oh, my word, Jack Frank. Well, welcome, sir. Welcome to our building. <laughs> Pleasure to be here. Always happy to meet a fan. And <laughs> He's not suspicious at all. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so Judy's like, all right, this is welcome to 357 42nd Street. This is the Sunshine Togetherhood Compound. We own this whole building, nose to nuts. This is all us. It's all paid for by some of our rich benefactors. You'd be surprised who's willing to throw a few mil at a... Some hard-working people that believe in a righteous cause. Um, you know, there's a there's a doorman sitting at the desk. He waves at everybody, and he's I mean, he he's a gog that you're here. Every single person you pass is just so. A few mills like enough for a for like half a man. <laughs> Good six million dollar man joke. I'm sorry. sorry. No. I wonder, what, I wonder I wonder what kind of man he would be with inflation. Uh, oh god, six hundred million dollar man. Um, not He'd to be, be like half a torso and a thumb. And they, you pass by another man, and he's like, "That's the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase." Um, and so she she takes you on up, and you she takes you in. You see many regular elevators, but she walks you all the way to the end of a hall where you. It's a glass elevator. And it goes up the whole outside of the building. This is this is meant to for a tour. This is meant to really show off the place to people. Um, you get in the elevator. Yeah. Yeah, I figured. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> I, I'm at this point. There's no really like it's gonna take a lot to stop the track. Right. Um, and she's like, "Well, I'm not gonna show you the basement or the or the penthouse. Basement is our our private business, and penthouse is uh, where Caldwell sleeps, but." We're going right underneath it. We're going to the 23rd floor. And that's all yours. And she hit, she hits the 23rd floor button. Elevator doors close. Captain oh America's in the back. He's like, no, before we do this, anybody want to get out? Um, oh my God, 23. Two divided by three. Six, six, six. The number of the devil. That's right. The number 23. <laughs> um, so elevator going up and you, Jack, you... You can see through clear glass doors every floor you pass by on the way up. And and what you see is incredible. You you pass by um, uh, some living spaces and, and everybody's commingling in the hallway. Kids I are do playing. have one important question. Okay. Does Jack see any black people? Because he's still not entirely convinced this isn't the KKK. You see a rainbow coalition of people. 
All right. You All right. see, that... you see a a more multinational group than you would expect for 1977. All right. That 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 quells a lot of Jack's words. Okay. Yes. This is definitively and finally not the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> glad um, we could establish that by episode two. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. Over half an hour into episode two, we have established that this is not, in fact, the Ku Klux Klan. Um, so elevator going up, uh, you pass by living spaces. Again, just um, it, it's a hub of activity. You pass by like a full five-star restaurant um, and everybody's wearing these white robes, but none of them are stained. No, Nobody somehow these miraculous pieces of white fabric do not take on stains from the outside world um you pass by a a small art museum that takes up the entire floor of the building you pass by hydroponic growing facilities of both food and marijuana um you pass by a brewery. You pass by a, a small movie theater that is playing that movie about the, the farm boy in space and the furry guy, pew pew, Death Star. Um, you pass by an elegant ballroom hosting a beautiful party. And finally you arrive at the 23rd floor and the doors open up and it's this beautiful huge performance space the entire floor of this massive building is this one performance space it has a, a huge elevated ceiling this is much bigger than the other floors that you've seen there's a there's a, a, a stage at the front of it and you you see these these gorgeous pearly white reinforced amps um there's a there's a, a, a drum set and a, and the stool in case you wanted to do some acoustic covers. There's there's rows and rows of chairs as well as huge open spaces where people could dance and, and listen to the music however they see fit. And you step off. What do you do? Uh, I turn to Judy's her name, right? Yes, Judy. Yeah. Uh, do we have like a green room or any area where I can get ready in? Absolutely, it's just off to the side there, sir. Um, backstage, so that you can have the privacy that you need. Alright. Uh, and when Judy shows me to the green room, I'm gonna kind of look at her. Does this door lock? From the inside. Alright, and I, like, give her, like, the, the bedroom eyes. I don't know. Oh my god! And she's like, Rit. ladies and gentlemen, Jacob Kelleher brings you bedroom eyes. <laughs> That's one of Jack's hit songs from his solo album. <laughs> bedroom eyes. Bedroom eyes. Uh, and she's like, oh, I, I mean, if you're, if you're thinking what I'm thinking, I think I am. And you close the door behind us, <sighs> and you can cut to Justin now. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jacob. Roll for sex. It's smooth, right? Yeah. I, I actually rolled really well. What did you get? Eleven. You passed with flying colors. You did it. You won sex. I am so good at sex. He beat sex. Level I say up. as we rolled dice playing, playing <laughs> tabletop. Amazing. <laughs>
Hey folks, your DJ TV's Kevin Lanigan here, just interrupting a little bit in the middle of the episode. I don't want to, but I have to. Uh, Just a little reminder, as always, if you are interested in Spirit of 77 or any of the other games made by Monkey Fun Studios, you can check them out at monkeyfunstudios.com. As for us, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at TV's Kevin Lanigan, and you can find Jacob on Twitter at Kelly Harold, K-E-L-L-E-H-E-R-A-L-D, and Justin at Squidical Inking. It's like critical thinking, but with squid stuff. Squidical Inking. If you think that we are three very funny boys, you can listen to me and Justin do improv comedy every single month. The Puffin Publishing podcast wherever you're listening to this you can listen to that i promise you it's very funny and you can check out a web series written by me doomed to you on youtube.com and while you're there you can find my short film that may have some ties to this little adventure called it didn't take on that same said youtube and if you like our show there are two ways that you can support us The first and the easiest is to go to whatever you are using to listen to this show. Leave us the best review you can. Share it with your friends. That is how the show is going to grow and thrive, and that's how we're going to be able to do it more regularly. And if you you have a little bit of cash to throw around, well, I'd appreciate you going on over to patreon.com slash TV's Kevin. It would help me out a lot, because living in New York City is oh so goddamn expensive. Now that I've done that, let's get back to the show. Okay, so you, you, we're back at Wanda. Uh, Wanda, what? What are you thinking? Jack is gone. Or is it floating in your head that maybe he's with these folks? She's just, well, like, she's just, well, she, like, as she's driving home, she's, like, trying to remember this morning and thinking, and and she remembers, oh, God damn it, he, like, wanted to make her, like, skinhead Santa promised to make him a star, and he could not resist that. Skinhead Santa. Uh, amazing. Um, okay, so what are you gonna do about it? Wait, did, uh, did Caldwell leave a number or anything like that for her? He did. Alright, um, she stops by at a gas station with a payphone and, uh, pulls out that number. Um, so you dial the number, and it, as almost too quickly for there to have been ringing on the other end. You hear, hello? Where is he? Where is Jack? Wanda, good to hear from you. I honestly didn't think I'd be hearing from you so soon. I know you didn't expect to hear from me. I didn't expect to talk to you ever again. 
but Jack, but Jack's gone, and is he? And I want to know where is he? Where is he? He's right below me, one floor down. He is our guest of honor. Get, ah, oh, god damn it, guest. Where is he? What is he doing there? He's performing a show for us. He, everyone in the Togetherhood loves Jack's music. And, I mean, what greater gift could we possibly give them than for having Jack put on a show? Where is the show? Um, he gives you the address. He says, you will be welcomed in with open arms. They'll be expecting you. She hangs up, and then she calls her house. Um, couple rings, but Tabitha does answer, and you can hear Isaac fussing in the background. She's like, hello? Um. Hey, sweetie, it's mom. Um, I'm gonna be late. Uh, just finished dinner and, uh, put, um, Isaac to bed. Uh, I gotta go get Uncle Jack. Oh, okay. Are are you in trouble? Is he in trouble? No, no, it's, he, he shouldn't be, but he probably is. Um... I'm fine. We'll be back tonight. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll get Isaac to bed. Um, I guess I'll find time to do my homework somewhere in there. Um, just, sure thing. Just, just, um, is there, like, if you're not home by a certain time, should I, should I call somebody? Yeah, is the, uh, is the, um, like, do you still have the, uh, place packed? Uh, yeah, no, if, if I'm not back... By ten tonight, go. Like you need to take, uh, you need to take Isaac, and uh, and you still have that case packed from this morning. Yeah, I did, I didn't unpack. I, I haven't had time. That's good. Go 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 over to Patsy's and tell her that I didn't c- come home till ten. She'll know what to do. Okay. All right. I love you. I love you too, Mom. Be be careful. Okay. I will. Okay. Um, and I hang up. You hang up. You're still at the the gas station payphone. You still have the detective's number. Um, do you want to use that, or you can drive on over? Um, first. Oh boy. First, I go. Oh God, it's a gas station. Uh oh. And I'm feeling stressed. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. I- <laughs> I'm feeling really stressed. Um, I uh, I walk over. Well, hey, I'm out of change. So uh-huh. you know, I gotta get some quarters. So I go over to the uh, gas station, and I just like look around, <laughs> and I grab a pack of D cell batteries. Uh huh. Um, and then I grab a, uh, plastic cup, and then I grab a paper cup by the drink machine. Uh-huh. Um, uh, and I was, hey, uh, can I just, uh, take one of these? Can I just take one of these? I've got a bag of, uh, peanuts in my car, and I need somewhere to put the shells. Is that all right if I gra- just grab one of these? Yeah, whatever. And... It's, it's fine. It's Tina. Tina's Thanks. working there, too. <laughs> oh. Hey, Tina. Is this your, uh, graveyard job? Yeah. Yeah, cool. it's um, um, it's something else. Oh, I'd also like to uh, again, since I'm here, I'll top off uh my gas. 
So, um, and she puts down a uh, $5 bill. I'll wow. take a, a gallon and then just, can you give me the rest in change? Yeah, you got it. And she gives you $4.50 in change. <laughs> well, it's the 70s. Isn't the 70s. gas crisis going? Baby, not in this one. Cool. All right, she takes You're quarters. You're thinking of the other 70s. <laughs> yeah, you thinking of the, the 1870s. Um, yeah, so you have a whole mess of quarters. Yeah, she she uh, puts them in her pocket and walks down to the uh, the gas station. Oh my god! And uh, am I gonna have to like make a roll to discreetly pour myself a cup of diesel? You better fucking believe you are. Um, I will <laughs> let you do that as either um, smooth or hustle. Uh, smoother hustle. That's right. Sorry. I'll do it. Um, I'll do it. Hustle. You know, it's all about finesse. Um, sleight yes. of hand. Sleight of hand. Okay. Yeah. So, um, Justin, roll a hustle roll with disadvantage, or with okay. with something less, because you are trying to discreetly drink from a gas station pump. Nine plus one is ten. Oh, man. Okay. So you <laughs> successfully, and without anybody noticing, guzzle a gallon of gas. A whole gallon yes, of gasoline. That is what you requested. And um, because of this, Do you fill up I'm like a going flask use... with uh, gasoline for, for the road? Well no, well, no. It's like a paper big gulp, big gulp cup. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Um, okay. And then I use, and then after that, I use free my mind. Okay. When I relax through indulging in a forbidden vice, and few vices are more forbidden than diesel. <laughs> I would... well, only that Tide Pods are up there. I would say so. Okay, describe for me what's happening and, now. Oh, oh, um, like I just like I just tank my a uh, big gulp of diesel. Oh, okay. That's it. And I like visibly like relax. Oh, well that okay. Like like you know, yeah, I, I just totally de-stress. Some of that liquid confidence. Right. And the move way it works is when I uh, relax and indulging in a forbidden vice and open my mind to contemplate the current situation, I can ask the DJ a question and roll soul. All right. On 10 plus, you'll give me a truthful mostly clear answer. That's right. Um, and on a seven through nine, the DJ will give me a truthful but incomplete or vague answer. Sure. Um, and what I want to yeah. know. Wait, wait, can, can I make a suggestion real quick? Sure. What if Kevin made this roll? That way you don't know what kind of answer you're getting. Ooh. Ooh, I like that. Okay. So Kevin, um, roll, and I have minus one soul. Okay. Because does a Cause robot have a soul? Because I'm, I'm a machine! Okay, I have made my roll. Uh, what is your question? Is Jack okay? Yes. For now. Okay. Okay. I get in the car, and I drive to the address. And we cut back to Jack, who is currently splayed out on a table, guts ripped out. <laughs> oh, guys. oh! Oh my it's, god! That's not what. 
That's not what I meant when I said, I want you inside me. Oh, no. You hold up your intestine and you try singing into it and you die. You're dead. No. Um, Jack, what are you actually doing? It's because I, I slept with one of Kevin's NPCs. Um, you, you, had, you had a very lovely time. Uh, she, being uh, partially synthetic, had some stuff going on that you could not have anticipated. Oh, could she vibrate? I cannot hear Kevin. Yeah, it's vibrating. I was implying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But very weird. Very strange. Very weird, very strange. But hey, you're a rock star, baby. It's rock and roll. It's not that rock and roll. So you did it. <laughs> did you enjoy it? Did you? Are you saying you did not enjoy it? I, it, it? Like, he enjoyed it, but like, it is not a, like, it's, it's like when you watch a film, it's like, oh, that was a good experience. I will never watch that film again. Mm, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's that kind of experience. All right. Cool. Oh. Okay. <laughs> um. So he's a gentleman. He's not going to tell Judy she was a bad lay. <laughs> <laughs> she want. She was too desperate. She wanted it too bad. Jack, you're um, you're suiting up. You're getting your your garb going. What is your What is your performance outfit? What is your What are you What are you going out in? I probably am still. Like, cause like, imagine my performance outfit like is still the same one from back in the sex iguana days. So, tight black leather pants, um, no shirt, but like black leather open jacket, um, and probably some makeup and jewelry. Okay. Pick picture budget kiss. Budget kiss. All right. <laughs> um, smooch. <laughs> Mwah. Mwah. Yeah. Um yeah, okay. So um, Wait, that actually Jack, works better because it's a pun. M W A H as also sounds like the French for one. Or French for me. Mwah. Yeah. Mwah and mwah. That's beautiful. Um let's pretend we blend it that way. So, um, Jack, you can you can hear the crowd and they're um they've entered the the indoor amphitheater that you're performing in, this this like uh pageant style space um you they're they're thundering uh you can hear them start to chant like we want jack we want jack we want jack you ready all right um do some last minute press some quick breathing get focused and then i head out onto stage whoa yeah jack um, you are greeted by a wall of sound. This this entire theater space full of these people in white robes. Just and this is this is the greatest moment of their entire lives, as you might expect. Panties are landing on the and, stage, and I reply back with my own wall of sound. <sighs> Oh. I'm not sure if that's going to be good audio or I, not. I'm keeping it no matter what. <laughs> it is. Um, was that Perfect you audio. playing rock music, or did you just do your sound attack? Uh, I downloaded a guitar app. <laughs> so, C-G-A-F. The C-Gaf. Oh, my God. So, so you are just putting on a rock show, then. 
Um, I, I, I open with that just to get the crowd pumped up, and then I start going, Fuck yeah, Jack! Oh my god, Jack! Yeah! Then I'll, I'll, I'll probably open uh, with one of the songs from my new album, um, When Life Gives You Lemons, Make Rock and Roll. Oh, fuck um, Christ. No wonder nobody <laughs> bought this stupid goddamn album. Um, and they're everybody singing along. When Life Gives You Lemons, you make rock and roll! <laughs> Oh, they're fucking, they're eating it up, gobbling, gobbling it up. Um, and Jack, you have never been happier than you are in this moment. And so it's about time for Wanda to roll up on the compound. Yep. And by the way, I, I forgot to specify this, but um, she does keep like a leather jacket in her car sometimes, and she's wearing it. Ooh. Oh, Mama! But she's Mama's still going wearing out her, on the like, town. her diner uniform. Sure, but with a leather jacket over it. Yes. Mama means bid now. Well, she is a tough gal. Yes. She's a scrapper. All right. Um. So we're gonna take it. Uh. And waiting for you outside the compound. It's Caldwell himself. Wanda. So good to have you here. Just take me to the concert. All right, all right. No, no formal introductions. I get it. Let's. I I know who I'll you take are. Take you on up. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. Um. He takes you on through the lobby. This is one of our beautiful facilities. This is this one is the envoy into our world. There's more facilities. I mean, uh, the facilities of the the our our building, our compound. It's just what I called them. I don't know. Fuck. No, I mean, so there's more than just this building. This is us. This okay. building is the Sunshine Togetherhood. Okay. Um, he leads you down to the glass elevator, and fucking Willy Wonka and Charlie are in there, um, and hits the button for the 23rd floor. All and right. He's taking you on up, and yeah. Wanda, you see the same sights that, that Jack did, but it's... It's a ghost town on all of these floors. The mm -hmm. the apartments are are completely empty. Toys left scattered in the hall. Craft projects left unfinished. Um, doors wide open. Everybody knows that nobody's gonna come in and take anything that they have. She uh, she does a double take passing the giant weed garden. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I wow, that's a lot of green back there it's the 70s wanda it's yeah, the 70s and you get nothing from cops or anything no no one's on the take a couple of our members um have decided to keep their positions on the force i always leave it open to people if they want to keep their old jobs to to feel as if they're contributing to society outside of the togetherhood but i everyone who comes here knows that they will be taken care of how many more floors? We're almost there. Don't worry. You okay. scroll past the art gallery, the, the yeah. every other floor until you are all the way up at the amphitheater. And it opens up. Caldwell gestures. Uh, what song you. is Jack currently playing? Yeah, all right, guys, this is a new song. 
Woo! Gonna be Everyone on the next album. songs. Dedicated to my sister. It's called Your Couch is Like Home. And sit, like, I'm guessing the doors open just when yeah. he like says that. Yeah. And um, you know all that stress that left um, Wanda's body when she downed all that diesel? It's back. <laughs> but what I am going to do is since I am dedicating a song, I'm going to use this song for you. And when you dedicate a song and sing it to someone, I can use smooth instead of brains when giving the third degree. And uh, it says I can roll with something extra on my next smooth roll involving them. Okay. So the next time you need to talk down Wanda. Yeah. Um, talk you up. Jacob, make a note of that because we're about to wrap up this session. Um, so just like All right. make sure you write that down because I will forget. Um, so you use that. I'm not going to not gonna make you roll. Um, you are a rock professional. You can play a song without without issue um and so jack has started playing this song your couch is like home wanda you're you're tensed up um the the hairs on the back of your neck are standing up those are your those are your human impulses taking over yeah wanda just just tries to get past it walks out and just tries to move through the crowd (laughs) you you moving towards the stage yes Caldwell stays by the elevator. He doesn't follow you. And I think at some point uh, during this next song, um, like probably around it's like when it's wrapping up, Jack's gonna take off the black leather jacket and pick up one of the white robes that someone has probably thrown on the stage and pop it on. One of us! One of us! One of us. Well, and Wanda, I mean, you are walking through this this crowd of people. There's hundreds of yeah. people in this room. Um, it's not an issue though. They are you chanting. Know, I'm just pushing them aside. Right, but they are they are chanting "One of us" at your brother. I'm just who getting just put on. Wanda's one just of getting ropes. angry. So Wanda's approaching the stage. You've you've reached the front area. There's a mosh pit happening all around you, but. No one's running into you yet. And she just climbs onto like on stage. And someone from the crowd oh. goes, Woo, take your top off. I give okay. Oh, Wanda! I'm okay, no, hold on. I'm going to um uh get in their face. Yep. Um with might. I choose okay. two and they choose one. Or Oh, never mind. Well, Wait, can I just give him a death glare? Yeah, absolutely. Using might? You don't have to roll for that. You're a mom. You're very good at death glares. Cool. <laughs> I shoot him a Wait, death Wait, are you death glaring the guy who said take your top off, or are you death glaring Jack? Oh, no. I death glared the guy who told me <laughs> oh, to take okay. my top off. Okay, he's like, I'm sorry. Oh. I just turn to Jack and go, Jack, take that ridiculous thing off. We're going home. Sorry, I'm in the middle of a concert. I walk, <laughs> I walk <laughs> over, and I get one of the, and I just like go over to one of those amps, one of those giant amps, and just push it over. You're gonna unplug it. You're gonna unplug it, aren't you? No, I'm gonna. No, I push it over. <laughs> oh! Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait, what? No! That's gonna make such a terrible sound. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Wanda, this this amp is is bolted in place. Are you gonna like mite it over? I'm gonna bust loose. Fuck. Okay. When I use uh, pure strength to destroy an inanimate object or obstacle, roll might on 10 plus, choose 3. On 7 through 9, choose 2. And my options are it doesn't take long. Nothing is nothing of value is damaged. It doesn't make an inordinate amount of noise. Or I can fix the thing again without a lot of effort. Okay. Um, and furthermore, furthermore, Ooh. my furthermore. bionic muscles mean I can run... Um, when utilizing my bionics to exceed human physical capabilities, roll with something extra. Ooh. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, roll with something extra plus might. Which is three. Yeah. Fuck. Nine plus three is twelve. Uh, yeah, you succeed the most. Uh, so choo choose three of those, I guess. Um... It doesn't take long, you know, I just, like, just calmly, Instant. like, the way you push a shopping cart, I just push it over. <laughs> or, like, the way you push over a snowman. Okay. Um, it's not damaged, and, but you can fix it very easily. It makes uh -huh. a huge thud. <laughs> There's this horrible sound, and it echoes out, and... Everyone in the crowd like holds their ears because its volume's turned way up, and then this horrible, ah, horrible. Is this sound. about Isaac's tattoo? His what? And as you react to what Jack just said, the lights in the theater go out, and the entire crowd turns to look at the stage, and everyone's eyes glow red. To be continued. But um bum. This has been a Talk Back Podcast. The failing rock star who finally found an adoring crowd. His cyborg sister that wants to put a stop to this concert, and their techno-cult hosts, who won't let either of them leave alive. This is the Jive Action Nerds. Last we left our heroes, Wanda and Jack were up on the penultimate floor of the Sunshine Togetherhood building in the concert hall they have assembled there, and they were facing an entire hall full of angry 
cyborgs. Uh, some reminders for both of you before we begin combat. Um, you have a certain level of protagonist durability. Um, you can take more punishment than the enemy can, but you are mm -hmm. still essentially human. Um, Jack, if you take um, more than two harm, you're going to be in pretty rough shape. Like you are, you are not going to be in a good way. Um, and then four is the threshold before you reach unconsciousness. Um, but, um, Wanda, it's my understanding that you have a little bit more durability. Yes. Uh, yeah, I can, so I can go for, um, I can go to five without, okay. uh, blacking out. So you, you have one more buffer, um, before you, mm -hmm. before you go down, uh, I'm gonna go, you already, you have two armor, right? Yes. Okay, so that means they're gonna have to do, um, more than a gunshot to put you, uh, to yeah. harm you at all, which is, that's pretty rad for you. Um. It is. Jack, you, um, you do have that sound wave attack from your, your thang, your guitar. Um, keep in mind that if you use it while Wanda has, like, her hearing turned on, it will hit her as much as it hits the enemy. Um, and, and you yeah. would know that reasonably. Mm -hmm. Um, if you, um, Jack, if you roll a full success, I'm going to call that, like, a wave of two across, like, the entire amphitheater, um, where you hit everyone. If you do, um a partial success i'm gonna call that um a like you you can knock out one corner of people like one one chunk of the audience um does that make sense yeah, yeah but you will blow mm -hmm. out your amps um when you do that there is and i currently only have one if i'm if i'm understanding correctly because wanda knocked down the other um yes oh that's true um, so you only have one, but that's not going to um, impact your power of attack. Not in, not in an enclosed space like this. Um, to your knowledge, there is another set of amps, hot and ready to go. Um, but they are and but they are all the way across the the performance space. And if I remember correctly, uh, Wanda. Uh, you broke the amp in such a way that, like, you were able to add, like, things to it, and one of them was easy to fix? Yes. Uh, so you could potentially pick that back up, I think. I Yeah. I, at least that's how I remember it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna say if you said it right, it will at least function for what Jack needs it to function for in this sort of attack. Um, your axe is also a literal axe, so you can use that. Um, that will do enough damage to the enemy that you'll be able to put somebody down with it. Um, so it's not like it'll be totally ineffectual or anything like that. Um, and Caldwell is all the way on the other side of the theater from y'all. Um, he's still right next to the elevator where you left him. Um, uh, and Wanda, you do still have a magic car that if you hit you hit the button in your pocket it will be where you mm -hmm. are in 30 seconds or will park itself right outside uh, depending on what you want it to do 
Is uh, is there anything else on stage? Um, there's a bunch of panties. Yeah, there's a bunch of panties. Uh, that's important for you. Um, there, yeah. there's a there's a drum set. It wasn't used so far in Jack's set, um, but there is a drum set behind him. Um, there are a pair of mic stands. There's a stool that Jack can sit on to play his acoustic originals. Um, there's a a bank of lights like above and behind him. So like you've you've seen those before. Mm-hmm. Um, the the big like yeah. bank of stage lights um tippable with a proper might roll Mm -hmm. you have approximately like 150 people um with big red glowing cyborg eyes um you Mm -hmm. i'm just gonna go ahead and uh let you know right now you'll be able to ascertain during this combat that they are not trying to kill you they're trying to incapacitate or capture you but right now they have no reason to kill you um, right. Mur- murder would not be good for this organization. Um, no. Yeah. Um, those amps across the way are plugged in and ready to go. Um, they're just there for, for backup. The roadies did a good job. Um, and mm-hmm. unless you, y'all, do y'all have any questions about the scenario you find yourselves in? Other than the glowing eyes, have they taken any hostile actions? Not yet. Uh, so far the lights have gone out and you can see their eyes glowing red, but Besides the fact that they're red, you don't know that this is hostility yet. Um, as your okay, DJ, right. I'm going to let you know it's about to be. But as far as your characters know, no. Got it. They haven't moved on you. Did I already tell Jack to leave? That, that we're leaving? Yeah, but I, 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 haven't, I haven't. You told me. I'm not going to. I'm going to need more than okay. just leave. Yeah. Though keep in mind, uh, right now, Wanda, uh, the next time you roll uh, to give someone the third degree, you roll with something extra because I dedicated a song to you. Okay. That's right. Um, So that could definitely come in handy uh, with a confrontation with, mm, I don't know, Caldwell. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, I was going to say with Jack. um, (laughs) Get me off the stage. Definitively, (laughs) um, the cops are not on the way and will not arrive unless you contact them because you very specifically did not last session. Um, So there's no no patsy this time to to call the authorities for you. Um, Nope. This is so y'all are on your own unless some other form of intervention takes place. And certainly nobody in this building is going to call the cops for you. Um, yeah, any any other questions before we begin? Um, uh, I'm ready. Yeah, let's rock! Okay. Um, God, I forgot about that. All right, um, Jack, I will let you take first action, and then Wanda, you will follow directly behind unless something goes horribly wrong. Wanda, okay. you're killing the vibe, and then I begin playing Johnny is Whack. One of your hit songs, no, Johnny J- is Whack. Yeah, I, I sent you both uh, my uh, list from my uh, yes. Jack Frank Unplugged. That's right. When life gives Jack, you limits, listen, rock these people roll. are dangerous. They're Johnny was a dork. <laughs> Johnny was a nerd. Johnny always said that my music was absurd. <laughs> I love that Jack Frank has invented hair metal in 1977. <laughs> He's the first member of Poison. 
Oh, amazing. Okay, um, so uh, just a reminder, the way that this turn-based thing works is that there's not really a an order of operations here. Um, y'all can take actions unless an intervening force steps in to stop you from taking actions. I try to pick up Jack. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Um, like bodily, like under the armpits like a cat. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and like hold him out in front of you? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to need, roll 2d6 for me, partner. Well, Do since it's... Or is he just rolling for... How does this work? Um, I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna say we'll have Wanda roll first, and then based on that roll, we'll determine whether or not you need to roll, Jacob. Sounds okay. good. Well, I do have bionic muscles, so I get to roll three dice. Yeah, go for it. Roll with something extra, then you subtract the lowest one. All right, so seven plus three is a ten. Well, that is a clean success, no matter what Jacob might do. So you have successfully grabbed Jack under the arms like a cat and lifted him off the ground um jack roll to see if you hold on to your guitar all right i assume that's a might or a hustle uh hustle does a five hold on to it it's still strapped to you but you have lost your grip on it it is it is um fallen down but not to the ground what wanda what are you doing Jack, Jack, we're going home. This is not a good place for you. They're dangerous. They're like robot people. They have red eyes, and like, um, I like turn my head past, like past him. Excuse me, um, can you guys like part? We we um, we're going home. From the back of the amphitheater, you hear you hear Caldwell get on the PA system. He says they won't part. They won't let you leave. They'll make sure you stay here. God damn it. I have half my set. God damn it, Wanda. We could have been something. You could have been a part of this. All we want is equal rights, equal representation for people like us. That's, that's fine if you choose it, but I didn't get to choose it, and I'd rather not be who I am now. Well, wait, I, cho- well, I chose to be here. That's what it's about. They're well, manipulating remember, you. Whatever happens, you forced my hand. Caldwell hangs up the PA. He hops in the elevator. And the cyborgs start moving forward. It's slow at first, but they're coming towards you. I put down Jack. <laughs> All right, I try calming the crowd with another song. Um, Roll smooth. Get- with something Smooth. less. So you're going to take away something. the biggest roll. Then I'm not going to make it no matter what. Okay. Three. Then, uh, yeah, they they continue unabetted. And they are advancing. And uh, the people in the front row, the people in the ostensible mosh pit, um, their hands are on the stage now. They're they're about to call. Your mom was, call Your Mom was probably the worst song to pick. Yeah. Don't, don't play Call Your Mom. Not the mama. Call Your Mom. And to them, that kind of comes off as a threat. Like, call your mom. You're going to need a ride home after I bust (laughs) you up. (laughs) Um, Um, So, Kevin, these lights, are they, like, on, like, a frame that's, like, around the stage? um, They 
were put up this morning for this concert. Um, so they're not like bolted in permanently. Um, cause you never know when you're going to be putting on like a musical at the cyborg compound or whatever. Um, they're, they're right. weighted down. They're not bolted in, um, with a good enough might roll. You, you could push it down. I think I can do that. <laughs> okay. Um, so we'll do roll 2d6 and then add your might bonus. Well, if it's, is it's muscle. So I have something extra. Okay, uh, then something extra, and yeah, go ahead and add that. Add that might. Uh, that's a thirteen. <laughs> okay, yeah, you definitely you, uh, Wanda. You you move on over to the to the right side of the platform. You start pushing on that bank of lights, and it's it's like shoving over a baby. It just it comes down. <laughs> And um, it doesn't knock out the the people climbing up onto the stage because they're they're too close. No. But anybody about seven to nine feet off from the stage has just been crushed by a bank of stage stage lights. They're down. Right. Um, you I don't. Still, I still flinch and go. I, oh Christ! I didn't know it'd be that bad. I'm sorry. Also, I just rolled a nine, so I think at this point for brains, I think at this point I figured out something's up with Wanda. Something's up with Wanda. Yeah, you might. Yeah, you you have picked up with the advancing bank of red-eyed cyborgs, and the vaguely menacing nature of everything. Even Jack can ascertain maybe the show must not go on, and something has to go down. All right, uh, Wanda, cover your ears. All right, I do. And I'm uh, Wanda. When you cover your ears, it acts as a sort of noise-canceling headphones. Oh, sick. All right. And I'm going to do uh, my thing, but I'm also going to try combining it with my move, God of Thunder. If it's too loud, then they're too old. It's time to use it to your advantage. When you play on your instrument, turn up the volume and roll plus soul. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so you're going to do your, your bank attack, and this is basically determining how successful it is. Yeah. yeah. So, and I just roll 2d6? Yeah, 2d6, and add your soul. Double six plus three. twelve. That is so um, yeah. That is a that is a That's big a anything above ten is a big time success. Um, so Jack, you use it. Does this move have a name? A power cord? You want to call it a power cord? Um, yeah, power cord. I think probably. So that. you jam down a power cord move, um, and from <laughs> Jesus. <fucking laughs> Um, you jam down a power cord move and it's like you're in fucking Scott Pilgrim for a second. Out of the amps come these beautiful green waves of light, but riding along them like an, like a spell from Arwen the elf herself are these green riders of yore, these horsemen of rock. Um, emanate out from the amp, vibrating across the crowd, and you have done two damage to literally everyone. The the robots that were crushed underneath the the light display, they like explode. They they their their head sparks and cracks. Um, so you've just murdered mm, nineteen people. 
Um, <laughs> and everyone else has been knocked on their ass. Um, so if y'all are going to do something, now's the moment. Wanda, we have to go! I uh, press my key fob. <laughs> okay. Um, is it the park outside key fob, or is it the drive into the amphitheater <laughs> key fob? The uh, wacky races... Um, <laughs> drive up the side of a Speed racer spikes on the wheels kind. Drive okay, up the wall, um, drive so, up the building. So in 30 seconds, your, your sedan will come barging through the window bank behind you. Is there anything you want to do in the next 30 seconds? Um, I turn to Jack and I say, Jack, I know it's been a while, but- What? J- Jack. <laughs> Jack? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm a cyborg, Jack. You're a what? <laughs> Nothing, Jack. I can't hear you. You have to speak it, up. Our ride is coming. Boom! Let's get and to that, the back of the stage, Jack. That is when, at that exact moment, the the a huge shattering of glass. This this wanted the losers John Woo style breaking of glass and a your sedan wacky races style flies in through the back and does like an e-brake turn in front of the stage and turns to face you and it goes chirp, chirp, and the the doors fly open jack you have to come with me if you we want to live we should get in the car <laughs> <laughs> i grab jack's hand and i like and tug him towards the car. Okay. All right. I I, I head to the car. Um, wait. We have to stop by a lower floor. Why? Trust me, it's important. Wh- which which floor? It's thirty four. Is this the pot floor? The pot floor. Yes. Four twenty. <laughs> We're recording this on four twenty. The weed day. Um, Wanda, Happy what's your day. reaction to the weed conundrum? <laughs> Um, Wanda doesn't remember exactly what floor the the dank floor was. But Wanda can infer <laughs> yeah, why Jack. No way, she, she gives him a fucking look that, as if she had that like red eye stare. You're right. It's not important. We'll get it later. Oh. Okay. So okay. y'all are gonna drive out through the big hole you left in the side of the building. I guess so. Um, Are you going to drive into the elevator a, uh, and, like, <laughs> go down that way? <laughs> it's big enough. You could fit your car in there. You know what? Yeah. I put my seatbelt on. Let's go through the... Wait, how big is the elevator? You're big enough for a car. Approximately car okay. size. Okay. You'll see okay. why if you go up to Caldwell's penthouse. Well, I have no interest in seeing Caldwell ever again. Oh, well, that's too bad, because motherfucker's trying to break into your trunk. He was trying to catch a hot ticket out of here. Wait, he what? held on to that motherfucker cyborg style as it climbed the side of his building, and he is trying to break into your car. Um, Still. I, I get out of the car. Wait, no, is he, at, is he still in my, like, is he, is he still at my trunk, or is he at my, like, door he has he has since relented 
after you got into the car, and he's now just, like, standing directly behind the car. Uh, I go in reverse. <laughs> oh, f- fuck. Okay, um, roll me them 2d6. Alright, and then add what? Hustle? Um, nothing. You're I think trying to hit driving. a guy with a car. Okay. Just, you're directly reversing. You don't have anything special added to that. Um, I rolled a nine. A nine. A partial success. You wing him. He has, he was trying to move out of the way as you reversed at him, but you definitely, like, hit a motherfucker and he went flying a couple feet. Um. Yeah. He is knocked down. Um, he is not unconscious, but he's, like, you're destroying something. Ugh. And he... A little bit of blood comes out of his mouth. He's like, you're destroying something beautiful. Blood or oil? Both. Blood and oil. Oh, sweet. I They're... love that band? <laughs> He's Daniel Plainview. <laughs> this is um, true. Anyway. The Sinclair I, I, book. I just... Oil already existed. But and he, like, we could have made something beautiful. I, uh, I rolled down the window. And I poked Get my in, head bitch. out. Get in, bitch. We're going shopping. No, it's, I, I, I just, I, and I say, fuck off, million dollar Manson. And I put the car in drive. There's a duck? What? What? Okay, okay, Jack, you gave yourself tonight as we get it. Um, Caldwell very shakily gets to his feet. Um, and starts making his way to the elevator, and your car's in D. You just gonna leave? Wait, did uh, Caldwell say anything about what's in his penthouse? No, he has never mentioned it. You know that that is the floor, the only floor above this one. Um, but you don't know anything about what's in there. Okay, cool, cool. Um, yeah, no, I'm gonna Wait, race him Wanda, to the elevator. I have an idea. Oh, what? Wait, what Wanda, is it, one Jack? Moment. Um, I hop out of the car real quick. Oh, sh- and I point to the amp that uh, you knocked down. Face it upwards! I sigh and get out of the car, and then I just... I reach under and I push it upright. So it's now facing the ceiling? Yes. It is It is now facing the audience made up of 150 unconscious cyborgs. I'm sorry. 125 no, unconscious cyborgs, 20-ish wanna... exploded cyborgs, yeah. and one cult leader recently hit by a car slowly limping his way to the elevator. I want to point it at the roof. Oh. I I, I give him a look and push it. Do I have to make another uh, bust and loose to push it the other way? Uh, nah, you're you're strong enough. You're just tilting an amp. Like, you're, you know. Alright, I... Cover your ears! And we're gonna rock! (laughs) I will never get tired of that. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty good. Thirteen. Thirteen. Clear blue success. Um, Jack, you do a power chord at the ceiling... Of the performance space that you currently occupy, and I'm next to the, I'm close to the instantly, instantly, <laughs> it starts to collapse on the room. That again, 
you currently occupy. Hey folks, uh, TV's Kevin Lanigan hopping here in the middle of the episode just um, to do a little bit of housekeeping so that we can end on the finale of our first arc. Aren't you so lucky, this little three-episode story? Did you like it? Did you think it was good? Well then take those positive feelings and whatever you're using to listen to this, give us a positive review, a thumbs up, a subscribe, a follow, a share. Whatever you can do where you are, give us that bump up. That's how people find us, and that's how we'll be able to do this show more often and improve the quality of the show. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at TV's Kevin Lanigan. You can find Justin at Squidical Inking. It's like critical thinking, but with nautical stuff. And you can find Jacob at Kelly Herald, K-E-L-L-E-H-E-R-A-L-D, on Twitter.com. Uh, you can find a web series that I wrote and directed and starred in called Doomed to You on YouTube.com. Uh, you can also find there my short film It Didn't Take, which has some pretty close ties to this first little story of ours. And uh, if you think that we are all very funny, you can, where you're listening to this right now, listen to the Puffin Publishing Podcast. It is a monthly improv comedy show that we have been doing for over two years now. It's very funny, and you can get in on it now, right now. And again, if you like what we're doing here, head on over to patreon.com slash TV's Kevin, and you can help bolster and support the show for as little as one dollar a month. That'll give you access to a Patreon-exclusive pod called Hamel Minute, where I break down Hamilton minute by minute. Oh, it's gonna take so long. Uh, next week, hopefully, we'll be around with the start of our second story, but until then, let's get back to the show. We're gonna, right, we're gonna, start. we're going to enter <laughs> slow mo now. Um, <laughs> That's the good. so, um, what what are the actions of the two of you? Reminder: you've had zero seconds to react to what is happening, but you, you're both of solid enough mind that like adrenaline is going to take over now. I. I think I'm gonna go to the car. I will also run <laughs> to play. the car. Okay, Wanda, you are much faster than Jack. Um, Jack is both carrying a guitar and a regular man. You are a lady cyborg. Um, so Wanda, you start booking it to the car. Jack, you're booking it as fast as you can, but it's gonna take you a little bit longer than Wanda. As this is happening, the ceiling is breaking apart above you um caldwell barely having enough time to look um well actually no there's a power cord in the room so he just took like another point of damage um and he is 
barely alive. He's knocked all fours by what you've just done. Um, there's little to no chance he's going to be able to move during what is happening. Um, he's bleeding internally from being hit by a fuck-mothering car a few seconds ago. Um, and he just got hit by a amp versus amp Scott Pilgrim attack. Um, so he's he he's going to take whatever's happening. Um, if he takes another couple points of damage, you just killed Caldwell. Um, the ceiling starts to break apart and you... and the entire contents of this man's life starts raining down from the ceiling. Um, it's all... Cyborg prototypes it's all are troll falling dolls. down. It's all porn and troll dolls. Um, the, the huge reel-to-reel computer banks, um, dozens and dozens of them, are just falling through the ceiling. Um, you see a, a small four car collection of classic cars um and they start falling from one side of the ceiling um you his 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 i'm just waiting for you to tell me to make the roll of the dog his bedroom set i'm painting a picture of the scene um his his bed starts crashing down it's right above the stage um so it's raining down towards the stage libraries and libraries worth of books um are now raining down uh, he has the biggest television available in 1977 24 inches it starts raining down <laughs> wow that's two whole feet wide um a betamax collection starts raining down the entire contents of this man's life is now crashing down upon the room that you are in. Um, I need you both to roll a get-out-of-dodge roll. Um, Wanda, it's going to be a regular roll for you. Jack, you're going to be rolling with something less. What am I... Right. Am I adding a modifier? Uh, no, just regular. Uh, yeah, if you have a... A hustle boost. Um, go ahead and roll a hustle boost. Um, Jack, for you as well. But yeah. All right, well, it's six. I rolled okay. a four total. Okay, folks. <laughs> Things are about to get interesting. Um, Hindsight 2020, that might not have been as brilliant. Might not have been a wise. It's like every time you okay. run a and d campaign for me, and I somehow always think it's a bright idea to try and burn things down, <laughs> whether it's a forest full of creatures or a camp full of enemies. I somehow always think it's a really smart idea to try and burn something hey, down. Hey, Kevin, and remember, that t remember the game I, I DM'd where you were in a running of the bull situation and your means of escaping it was trying to get into someone's house, and when they wouldn't let you in, you burned their porch down. <laughs> that, that, no, that's not the good part, though. The best oh. part is when you is when you started a fundraiser to fix it afterwards. <laughs> I also 
want to, like, I feel like maybe this is, like, the maybe not the best time, but I just want to point out, so far in this game, I've rolled pretty terrible. I've had, the times I've rolled really well have been for Rock and for Sex, which I feel fits his character yeah, well. Yeah, you're really rolling in character. <laughs> not that that's, like, possible, but you're really rolling in character. Thank you. Thank you for committing. Um, so you both critically failed at running. Or driving. Um, in this game, it doesn't matter how much you critically fail at running. You both failed at running. Wanda, you trip over the tangle of cords on this stage. Um, you fall. You basically face yeah. plant on the stage. Okay. Um, and your, your, your leg is caught. Um, Jack, you reach the edge of the stage, but you trip. It's like you do a crowd dive to no one. And you fucking eat the front of the sedan it's just and uh you've been hit and that's one harm on you my boy Uh um and again though it is in slow-mo the ceiling has now rained down upon you i'm gonna go ahead and roll i have three d6 in front of me okay i'm going to roll for both of you um if i roll high i will roll with something more because you have protagonist strength um but using the rules of the game if i roll a 10 and up nothing crushes you and you can get up okay if i roll if i roll seven to nine um you've been crushed by something light you will take harm but you will be okay um Although Jack, if you take any more harm, you're 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 in kind of a bad way. Um, yeah. If you take two harm, um, so one harm is a seven to nine. If I roll below a seven, you will take two harm. Either one of you. Um, you ready for this? So wait, are you rolling for us as a collection? Or are you like first gonna? Roll I'm gonna for roll for our... Wanda first. And then for Jack. All right. So it's um, like but getting. But I will roll with something well, more. Like, so it's like getting hit by like. So so it's like. So you're either getting hit by drywall, which will not do anything okay. to you, um, like something slightly heavier, like a bookshelf, um, or in a worst possible scenario, like a reel-to-reel computer bank or a classic fucking car. So the classic um, car would deal will, too. But if Jack if Jack takes two harm, he's he's not gonna get up too right. easy. Um, Jack is not a durable boy. Um, Wanda, if you take two harm, you're gonna be essentially a regular mm-hmm. person from then on out. Um, so that's that's kind of what we're looking at here. So the stakes for Jack are incredibly high. The stakes for Wanda are also pretty high. Oh, and I should roll for the car too. Oh, I'll roll for Caldwell, just to, like, see what happens there. Um, Jack, with your second attack, you did kill 150 cyborgs. Yeah, I'll feel guilty later. Just so you're aware. Um, Right right now it's a drill. You you are now officially a genocidal maniac. (laughs) But let's, well, all right. So um, I will do car and then Wanda, and then Jack. Are you ready for this? Yes. Okay, so, car. 
Ooh, Fadufa. Um, I rolled a three for the car. So the sedan um, is, in fact, impacted by a classic car. Um, it comes down from above and essentially crushes the back left, the back right corner of the car. So, like, the wheel is kind of falling off at this mm -hmm. point. Um, any toys, anything you had in the back of the car is, is fucked. Your car seat is destroyed. Mm -hmm. um, you're going to have to... There, there's some major, major repairs needed to this car at this point. But... Imagine the insurance claim on that. But you could still... You can still get out of here with right. it. If you want to take that it's chance. It's still drivable. Um, it's still drivable because it is a supercar. But you're not going to outrun anybody. Um, it's a it's a slow crawl, but at least you're in a right. car. But you, the proper authorities might have some questions about <laughs> why an entire corner of your car is basically destroyed. But with three wheels, the super sedan can indeed drive out of here. Um, now for Wanda. Uh, ooh, that's a seven. Um, so Wanda, you take one harm. Um, you, that, that big old fucking 24 inch TV, um, falls on you. It, it knocks you in the spine pretty good. You're a little numb for Is a second, by but you, you take one harm from like a, a television falling cool. from like a hundred cool. feet um, to to land on you nice. and hit you, but you've only taken one harm. You're you'll you'll need to like you'll need a good lie down, but you're fine. You're 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 gonna do. Yeah, okay. no, I'm fine. That's um, I'm relatively unaffected by this. Yeah, exactly. So like you, you you're you're wounded. Like put a band aid mm -hmm. on it, but you're you're okay. Um, and now for Jack. Come on. So, Jack, for any outcome. you got a 10. Well, oh, I was, I, was, I was actually less excited for that. There's outcome. a rain of books down upon you, and you're like, oh my god, I'm done. I'm dead. I'm dead. But you you took no harm during that. During that they need, that they, like, cascade. they neatly stack in, like, a perfect circle around him? Um, the, the heavy books narrowly missed him like a looney tunes cartoon basically like forming a body outline you were covered by sunshine togetherhood pamphlets you were handed by leaflets that they were handing out outside the sunoco um so you're you you got hit by all the airport pamphlets they were handing out so you yeah. you think it's bad but you're fine you got you a bunch of loose leaf paper landed on you what do you do okay um I, i'm right next to the sedan right uh yeah, I mean you you fucking hit your f face on it a few seconds ago. Yeah. Wait wait wait, quick question, quick question. Is like stuff still falling? Uh no, it's all it's all pretty. There's like some loose bits of ceiling, oh. but nothing you need to be super concerned. Okay, I look around to uh, is where's Caldwell? Uh Caldwell? Oh yeah, shit, I didn't yeah. roll for Caldwell. Uh Caldwell got a nine. Um, so he he also a bookcase landed on him. But that was his fourth point of damage. Um, Caldwell is unconscious. His head is not exploded, but he is unconscious. 
Um, and if you all don't do anything for him and no, like, EMTs arrive in enough time to save him, he's gonna die. Like, he, he, he needs immediate right. medical attention. I walk over to Codwell. Okay. Um, he is, he's unconscious. He's, he, he yeah. cannot respond to you. Nobody messes with my sister but me. And I swing down my axe and finish it. Oh, fuck! <laughs> Shit! Um, go ahead and roll with something more, because you're swinging at an unconscious body with a bookcase on top of it. Twelve plus my Midas zero. Uh, you have decapitated Caldwell. You, you have swung your mighty axe of rock, brutal legend style, and you have decapitated Caldwell. Blood and oil and that X-Tech green special stuff are leaking out all over the floor and the 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 robotic parts of him spark and a small fire has begun at your feet and it is spreading pretty quickly as With it is all the oil, oil. <laughs> yeah and all the oil from all the other dead people uh-huh uh-huh you're kind of standing on a little bit of a fire uh. situation <laughs> if you ever saw that movie where John Travolta's a lawyer and they're trying to stop the lake from being filled with oil and they set the lake on fire to prove a point, that's kind of what you're looking at. All right, well, I'm gonna head over to the sedan. I think yeah, we should leave yeah, Wanda. Yeah. I, um, I put okay. the car in drive. <laughs> yeah, Jack, Jack, roll a hustle for me, Jack. <laughs> yeah. From the fire you just started. <laughs> Six. Uh, you, I mean... There's so many limbs. Yeah. God damn it. I'll take, I'll take another wound. You, you turn around, you slip on oil. <laughs> Whoa! And you land on your ass, you take one harm. Um, so you're at two harm, you're pretty dazed, you can still stand, you're of your own accord, you will need, like, I, some, some first aiding when you get home, pretty desperately, but you are still a functional man. <laughs> uh, you want to try that again? I'm going to try that again. Okay. This is a sad way to die. Six okay. <laughs> um, you try to stand oh, okay. and you I fall down. I pull the car forward. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you I open the, the door and I honk. <laughs> all right, all right. Hop in it. Yeah, Does yeah, he... you can do that. Oh, you can, okay, you can no, get in a car that's we right. Don't wanna, we don't want It would have been a two. Yeah, no, I mean, you even you can, like, grab onto a door handle at this point. Yeah. Like, you're, you you can crawl into a car that's right next I, to you. I got, do I have, like, a broken bone or something at three? What, what, what What's... Um, if you, you have not accrued three harm, but at oh. three harm, you're looking at some, you just, you, you tried to stand up. It was like, you're the bad guy in a kid's movie. Okay. You, you, you tried to stand up and you fell down again. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Um, cause at three harm, you're like, you're bleeding out. Uh, you will need medical attention. Um, but you're not going to like die waiting for medical attention. Um, but you'll need, like, a week in the hospital. Um, you're at two damage, which means you're gonna need, like, a, a week of rest, but you don't need, you might need some stitches, but you're not gonna be, like, in intensive care. Got it. 
So now you're in the back of the car, you're oiled up, you're fucking, you're high on adrenaline from murdering a man with your own two hands. Um, I'm not happy Wanda, about the oil prints he's leaving on the interior. Yeah, you're worried about the interior of your three-fourths car. I put the uh, car in drive and then bumpily drive it into the elevator. You know, you know, because we're driving over a pile of bodies. And your car does not have, like, a snowplow no. functionality to, like, move them out of the way. Um, but you, you're you going slow. You can do it. You, you park it in the elevator, um, and the elevator descends. Um, and you power through the lobby as much as a three-wheeled car can power mm -hmm. through anything. Um, you're going, you're going, you're moving. You burst out through the front doors, and now you are out in the city streets having maybe? just driven out of a building where smoke yeah. is pouring out of the top two floors wanna, of a destroyed wanna... building in the middle of the city yeah. but you are out do, do we want to maybe like get a car from the parking lot try hot wiring no it? are you sure because i feel um, like that's gonna be less conspicuous no than this. that's a crime wanda i'm gonna need you to roll to join moving traffic what in this hustle thing. like what do i roll hustle roll uh roll with something less but add your hustle i roll a five uh you <laughs> directly run into a car driving uh! down the street um the you're both fine but the because you weren't going fast enough that like you even get whiplash from it but your your sedan is totaled at this point Oh no! But it remember, it is a thang, so the next time we run into Wanda, she will have a perfectly functioning magical sedan. Right. But, but for this adventure, your sedan is fucked. That's gonna destroy my savings. <laughs> this is gonna eat into my savings. <laughs> gonna have to dip into Tabitha's college fund. So, who who did I run into? Uh, you read... Car opens up, he's like, What's the fucking matter with you? I'm driving here! Come out of here in that fucking- What'd you- Oh! He looks up at the building that is on fire in front of them. Um, the fire department has indeed arrived. Don't worry, Wanda, um, I, 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 I got this. It's... And I roll down <laughs> the backseat window, because I assume that's where I'm at right now. That's- yeah, you're in the- you're in the back- you're in the middle seat of the seat. Yeah, I, I, I just, I kind of lean out the window. Yeah, it's me! Jack Frank from the Sex Iguanas. You see a fireman who looks remarkably like Dennis Leary. He's like, Jack Frank. Oh shit, your music sucks. Did you do this? Well, I feel like then, I feel like that was uncalled for. Woo! And the police have also arrived. Um, and who steps out of the front of a cop car but the coolest detective in the world, Frank? Hardcastle. Wanda, Jack, gonna need Detective. you to come down to the station. That won't be necessary. And I, like, leave my, I get out of the car, leave my uh, guitar in there. And I, like, just kind of hold my hands up. It was me. Gig went too wild. Wanda was just here to bail me out. I'm gonna need you both to come down to the station. What time cool. it, um what time is it? Like does the does my car clock still work? <laughs> is there car clocks yes. in the 70s? Yes. Um car clock still works. 
It's 8.30? What were you worried about? Um, I told, uh, um, I told, uh, Tabitha if I'm not back by, if she doesn't hear from me by 10 to go oh, to Patsy. I just wanted shit. to double check on that. Yeah, you're right. You have 90 minutes before Tabitha goes to your neighbor's house. Cool. I mean, you, you could tell Frank Hardcastle, like, can I please just, I'll go with you. Can I please just no, call my on. daughter? Um, wait, yeah, no. Hold, um, I roll down the window and go, detective, um, before I go with you, can I borrow your cell phone? Yeah, sure. And he pulls out his landline phone and hands you the receiver. Um, I uh, is this the receiver that has the um, digits on it, or do I need to spin the wheel? You need to spin the wheel on the core of the the cell phone that is a detached landline. All right. Well, I reach out the window and call my house. Uh, after like one ring, Tabitha's mom. Hey, hey, honey, just uh, just come let you know that I'm um, okay. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a little late. Um, I, I don't know how much later I'll be, but um, I'm okay. You don't have to go to Patsy's tonight, okay? Okay, okay. I'll, All I'll, right. I'll, um, Isaac's asleep. I'll I'll take okay. him with me. All right. No, 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 no you don't have to go to Patsy's. Oh, I don't have to go to. I'm sorry. No, our connection was fine. breaking up. I'm so sorry. You're you're um, fine. You're fine. Okay. I love you, Mom. I, lo- I love you too, Tabitha. Okay. She shangs up. Whip pan cut to the police station. A rapid fire cut of, of Jack explaining what just happened. All right. So these cult members, I'm pretty sure with the KKK, uh, wanted me to play a gig. Um, I, you know, I, you know I, I could use the money. I'm trying to build myself back up. So, of course, I agree. Um, one thing led you know, got laid, that's important. Um, at the gig hall, things just kind of got intense, crowd got a little too wild. Um, I don't know, maybe the building just wasn't sound. Ceiling just started caving in, um, not sure what happened from there. Uh, borrowed one of their phones, gave Wanda a call, and she came to pick me up as things started going south. Now Wanda's turn. I was being harassed by this group that was called the, like, the Sunshine Organization, something like that. And and, and their leader, Caldwell, showed up on my lawn and harassed me and my family. They then um, convinced my brother to play a gig at their compound, and I, and I feared for his life, so I, went to, so I went to rescue him before they could do any harm. Our stories don't I, match and... up. You didn't mention I got laid. <laughs> I indeed would, forgot would the detail that Frank that? got laid. <laughs> yeah, Jack hasn't mentioned that. He hasn't. He, had really, time. he really hasn't mentioned that. Feels like he's the type of person who would constantly mention it. He would, but again, there's been a lot going on. You were in different cop cars. He just hasn't had the chance to to mention. <laughs> yeah. It. After much deliberation, uh, Frank, you know, looking at every avenue that a 1977 police officer has. Um, to his disposal um he determines that all of your your violent actions were indeed in self-defense um the the two of you are let go free to go and we'll do a a little denouement back at the back at the homestead um we we the audience see the the charred burned remains of the sunshine togetherhood um the fire department was able to act quickly but not so quickly that 
there was anything salvageable from the top two floors. Um, the why of it all is gone. It's completely lost to time. Anyone that knew anything about this organization is a charred corpse on the ground of a former theater space. Um, but we see the the lower avenues of the togetherhood, the the living spaces, the the dispensary, the the hydroponics lab, everything. The um, but the world is able to gain a lot of technology from these people. These these methods of of indoor food growth. Um, it's suggested that it'll help fix the world hunger crisis. Um, they've they've done a lot of work on on fuels, on biofuels. Um, and it indeed will help fix the gasoline shortage um, that's going mm. on in 1977. Um, there's a lot of great technology gleaned from the remains. The the why of it all, anything sinister that might have been going on, if at all, is completely gone. And, and the Sunshine Togetherhood is remembered by the people as an organization for good. There's nothing in that compound to suggest there was anything for ill hmm but now back at the old homestead the door i swing the door open wilma um, <laughs> and i just shuffle onto the couch i opened up um and then i reach into my pot my jacket pocket pull open the uh paper box the little uh, cardboard box of d cell batteries and i just pop one in my mouth and I I, I, I I shuffle in like right uh, behind uh, Wanda. I kind of crash onto the floor next to the couch, and then just kind of without thinking, I reach over, grab the box, open it up, pop one, immediately spit it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, um, those are uh, those are special for me. Yeah, you have the worst drug problem. Yeah, sure. That's what I am, a uh, drug addict. Um, so Tabitha and Isaac, they come and join you. Um, Isaac's so excited to see you. He doesn't know that anything weird happened. He knows that mom smells smoky, but he doesn't have any reason to suspect you. He is a baby. Um, yeah. Tabitha will probably have a lot of questions tomorrow, but for right now, she's just glad that the two of you are home safe. Um, and with that nice little family photo, thus ends the cult of personnel IT. But um bum Fuck <laughs> <laughs> Okay boys. Um your first adventure come and gone. Woo! Um, I, I think I, I'm not sure like if this works with your sunset. I think after the events of this night, Jack's probably gonna leave. He'll probably because he ended up selling a lot of his CDs all of a sudden due to the sunset. That's true. That's true. He's actually probably gonna leave most of that money with Wanda and the kids. Um, and probably he'll become a drifter <laughs> walking yeah, that, that, up that, and down the highways of this great that's nation. Actually, that's actually what I was thinking. He's gonna <laughs> like just take some time for himself, focus on the music. Don't worry, just, you know, starve to death in a ditch probably three months from now. Uh, <laughs> he'll, become, he'll become WWE Superstar Elias. Yeah. Additionally, um, like it'll this, be, it'll be great. this event probably made all over the news. I imagine it does wonders for his CD sales. Absolutely. It's not, it's no longer localized to just yeah. the 
the city that I might have given a name to or not. Um, so Jack's it's back. It's not just it's not just local. It's nationwide. Jack's back, baby. He leaves money uh, uh, for the kids, uh, hopefully with the intention of Wanda using it for piano lessons or things like that. Um, mm-hmm. Though that's up to Wanda's discretion. As as you're leaving, um, as you're walking away, you pass by Patsy's house, and she's out on the. F- you can see her like peering through the blinds, mm-hmm. and she's just. Shaking her head. You know what? One last thing. As I see her peering through the blinds, I walk up, right up to the window, and I just pee on the house, making eye contact. (laughs) Jesus Christ! (laughs) And then go back to walking away. So, like, Like, the way this scene looks like is it's just, like, you walk up to the thing, and then your hand, and, like, through the window, you just see your hands... Move a little bit, and then you just hear the gentle, tr- the gentle uh, tinkle through the glass. Yeah. Oh. oh! <laughs> I... Bam! 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 <laughs> oh, Jack! <laughs> Post credit stinger. Uh, All right, uh, I'm gonna stop recording. Yeah, I don't think I'm ever gonna play right. character like Jack again. <laughs> This has been a Talkback Podcast.